last time in the footfalls of giants. Galva, you slowly open the door. It creaks under the weight. And uh, you lean in, and you're in the men's room. Uh, huh. Toilets. Anyway, I vote we go downstairs where the blood is. The air gets colder and more stale until once you reach what is clearly a basement level, there is just the stench of death in the air. It's old, so it's not overpowering, but it is omnipresent. All right. Now let's see what's behind door number one. Roll me perception. Zelias only. One. Uh, looks fine, except for all the blood. I think the flame skull looks dead at Ao. <laughs> Bring a bitch. And it's gonna cast magic missile again. Mm-hmm. At Finch. Finch has had a rough time already. All right, let's let's just see what the hell happens. I'm attacking. Galva, you try and attack it, and. Since you are acting in a direct counter to its wishes in order mm-hmm. to attack it, you hit with a searing headache. Galva, that is 33 psychic damage. Holy oh. shit! Um, so that's, um, in there is a wraith. It's a, um, it's a spirit that wants vengeance because of how it was killed. While this is happening, a hand shoots through the door. No. And grabs Finch by the back of the head. That's not where you grab Finch! And it looks like in this report, someone was unfortunately killed at the research center. I will say, too, the other thing that you're able to find is that it does list a group of people. It notes them as being followers of Ogma, like they're researching something. I jiggle the handle. It's unlocked. Okay. I mean, I'm right here. I might as well. I'll go ahead and just peek into this room. Zelias, you turn and you lock eyes with this entity and you feel its gaze pierce your very soul. I don't have one. You drop, literally just drop, straight oh. to zero hit points. Oh! Finch, I think when you see this, you immediately kind of look up to see what's going on, and you scan the room to see two Bodaks. But Galva, you notice something coming out of the wall. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's Wraith too. So Galva, you are cut off by the Wraith before you can get any further. Finch, your captain lies dead or unconscious at your feet. As the two Bodaks bear down on you. Alright, welcome back, everybody. We are the Slayrites. I am your humble DM Ant, and joining me as always are my fellow Slayrites, Scott, Hillary, Holland, and Teresa. Last time, uh, last time you guys got into some stuff. You guys uh, should probably go ahead and start rolling for initiative, because guess what? Do you want me to go ahead and do it even though I am unconscious you, you probably should in the okay. event that just make it easier on us all yeah well at 20 on your initiative <laughs> yeah sure i mean I you're gonna have to make death saves either way oh that's right unless finch goes before you unless ant works like not ant but the other one finch works a miracle and makes me not so dead well you're lucky finch wow. followed you to the fuck room Yes, I am. Thank you for following <laughs> me to this big old fuck. So, I rolled a nat 20 on initiative. <gasps> Hooray! Ayo. I rolled a 19, so I got a 22. Ayo will save us all. Welcome to the fuck room. So, um, I just rolled a nat 20 on initiative from one of the boat acts. Uh, yeah! Woo! Man, everybody's rolling good except Galva. Galva rolled a 6. Oh no, Galva. I need you the most. That door's staying wide open. I... It's fine. Is it? It's fine. It's it's fine. Ant wouldn't kill us this early in the campaign. 
this early, it's episode 30. It's fine. Finch is prepared to roll athletics to drag Zelias. It's a good thing he doesn't weigh much. I believe in you. Yeah, but the door is going to be wide open. Ao's right there. Well, good news. Wraith did not roll so hot. So Ao, we need to roll off. I got a 14. Uh, I got a 17. Oh, oh no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's fine. Okay. So to recap everyone's positions, and for those of you listening at home, Zelias, you're just, you ate shit. I think you're, you're flat on your back. I don't think you're face down. That doesn't make sense. Well, I mean... Oh, maybe it does. Yeah, you were so repulsed by the unnerving gaze of the boat act that you jumped back and your soul leapt from your fucking body, and you just dropped. Eh, I wasn't using it. So, Finch, you are at the door, and you just watched your captain drop like a sack of potatoes. Yep. Ao, you're pretty much right behind Finch, but behind you, a wraith had just stepped through the wall. Galva, you are still at the door, or where you, you had just turned away from the door when I think you heard Zelias scream before he fell. Now, did he scream, or did he just fall because he didn't have time to scream? Would Zelias have yelped when he saw the Bodak? Um, let me roll a dice, actually. Odds, yes. Evens, no. Okay. Uh, 18. Oh, okay. Nope. So No. Then I think you just heard the crumple. Maybe he just kind of <laughs> gasped and then ate shit. The thump of Zelias hitting the floor. Yeah. So at the top of the order is the Bodak, who... Uh, well, actually, let me ask you this. Finch. Mm-hmm. Do me a favor and roll me, um... Roll me survival. Okay. Or actually, no. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Roll me nature. All right. I have good numbers for both of those. 19. Okay. So I think when you see Zelias fall, your first inclination is, like, what happened? Like, to, to take a quick look. And I think you just barely see the Bodax. And you know, do not look in their eyes. Yeah. You're much smarter than I am. So whether you wish to convey that to the rest of the party is up to you. But you did briefly see, so there was the one in the corner to the left where Zelias came in, behind a, like a small eating table. And then there's another Bodak that looked like it might have been sitting in the, the chief of security's chair. Mm-hmm. And you can avert your gaze enough that you can see it coming, but you don't have to look it in, in the eye. Yeah, no, they're, they're looking down at Zelias. Yeah. <laughs> With pity. So we are going to... I would like to say that as soon as Finch realizes that they are dealing with at least one Bodak, given what has just happened to Zelias and what they glimpsed before they averted their gaze, they will call out to the others. There's at least one Bodak in here. Do not, whatever you do, look in its eyes. And they prepare to drag their captain away, but it's not their turn yet. Okay. So the Bodak shambles up over the large desk of the chief of security and unnaturally crawls over it to get onto the other side. And as it does, so the first thing I need from Finch okay. is a constitution save. Even though they're not looking at it? Yeah, it's a different look. Oh. What Zelias fell victim to was death gaze. <laughs> this is withering gaze. It has different looks. Okay, well, this will make you happy, Ant. I just rolled a two. No, no. And I add two to that, so my total save is four. Don't you um? Don't you have a uh, thing that lets you re-roll saves? I have something that lets me re-roll dex saves, and dex I saves. have something that gives me advantage on magical effects. Is this a magical effect? Does not say. Uh, no, I wouldn't call this magic. Okay. All right. I rolled a four. 
Oh, buddy. Okay. Did we just lose half our party? This is not a good room to be so, in. So, let's see. Yeah, this is a very bad room to be in. Sorry, everybody. I mean, you, you had to go in here. Uh, well, yeah, but... <laughs> just maybe you should have said Galva in. Yeah, so. well... Uh-huh. Oh. Don't like that. It's okay. I'm at full HP. Well, you're lucky. I rolled like fucking clown shoes. Uh, so that is 14 necrotic damage. Oh. Sorry, say again? 14 necrotic damage. Thank you. You take the full thing. So, Finch, even though you are looking away, you're looking down at your captain, you feel the Bodax penetrating gaze, and you just, you feel yourself, almost like you start to feel sick. And you just, you don't feel good. You feel this, like, burning gaze. Yeah, that tracks. And you probably also know that this is withering gaze. Um, so actually, you rolled a 19 on nature? Sure did. So yeah, there's a couple of things that I think you would know about Bodax, especially with your study and your, you know, the way you help ghosts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of things that you want to look out for with Bodak. Obviously, there's the death gaze. They can get up in your face and punch you. There's the withering gaze, which you just experienced. And then there's a, a fun little thing called the aura of annihilation. Hmm. Oh, no. You want to not be within 30 feet of a Bodak if it activates this. You want to be as far away from it as possible. Hmm. I remember that one vaguely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tried to get you guys with it, and then you fucking turned it into a rabbit and shot it with lasers. <laughs> <laughs> that is still my favorite shit. <laughs> I don't like how close this motherfucker is to my unconscious body. I don't like it either. That's fine. It'll be real interesting when I die. And actually, you know what? It's going to activate it as a bonus action. Of course it is. That's good. The good news is it's only if you end your turn in the Aura of Annihilation that you take damage. So, yeah. Does it go through walls, too? It sure does. Oh, no. Yeah, Bodex sucks. That's some fuck. So, yeah. A.O. Finch and Zelias are within 30 feet right now. Yep. So just so you know, if you do end your turn within 30 feet of it, you take five necrotic damage. Sure. And uh, you know what? That's the Bodak's turn. Good job. I, I'm proud of it. It looks like it's coming for Zelias. Yeah. Well, he is the only one in the door. Yeah. I mean, it knows other. It probably knows other people are there, but it, it wants you, Zelias. Well, I'm, I'm right there and I'm looking juicy. Yeah, you're looking good. Yeah. Ayo, you are up. Okay, so what I want to do right now... Mm-hmm. I know originally our plan was for Galva to do this, but it's not looking good with the turn order. <laughs> no, thanks. Sorry. Uh, I get it. I don't want to die <laughs> this early in the campaign. Uh, but if I were to just grab Zelias and yeet him into this room, uh, would that be like a full action or what? Yeet him even into the hallway that you're in? Yeah. I would say that's a full action. Okay. I mean, just get him out of there, please. Like, Galva can handle the door once you guys clear it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah, so I think that's what I'm going to do. Uh, first of all, I'm going to activate the arms again as a bonus action, so I need a deck save from the Wraith. Oh, okay, from the Wraith. I was going to say, I forgot I forgot the Wraith was there. Wraith 2! My <laughs> best two. friend Wraith 2! Oh, that is a 7. Good. So he takes 9 damage. Force damage. Okay. So then I'm going to move uh, one space down, use my arms to grab Zelias, and just kind of fishing line him into uh, this room. 
Okay, then I'm going to need a, an athletics. Okay. 19 athletics. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I'm just, what's the reach on those arms again? 10 feet. 10 feet? Okay. Yeah. I feel like one of those arms reaches over Finch mm-hmm. and just grabs Zelias by, like, the coat. And I think Finch, you duck so that Ao could just toss Zelias out. Um, roll me a d20. Me? Yeah. I want to okay. see how hard are you throwing him? Yes. <laughs> that, that, like, I know, I know you don't want to throw him into a wall. You don't want to throw him at the wraith. My, my question is, basically, how far are you throwing him? <laughs> Pitching him? I mean, like, as far as I can, just this way. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, roll me a d20. So that d20 roll was an 18. Oh. Oh, God. buddy. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say you throw me 18 feet. Oh my God. The 18 feet? Yeah. Kind of broke up. Yeah, 18 feet, so just... Oh, that's not very far. Not on the map, but, I mean, 18 feet is far in relation to a person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fair. Especially a small person, like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think it was less a throw and more like a... How you would throw a curling stone. Ah. Okay, just yes. kind of, like, right. slid across the floor. Oh, I love that. I like the sliding. <laughs> just... I also like the idea of Zelias not only tumbling end over end, but, like... Face all linoleum like that squeak. Yeah, he's <laughs> no. ragged all over this like, like fucking linoleum floor. <sighs> I'd ask if I take damage, Ant, but I'm already at zero. No, you don't take damage, <laughs> but uh, there's a, a good streak of drool from like when you hit and just start <laughs> like across. That's fine. I'll take okay. that. You don't look cool. No, I'm unconscious. It's impossible to look cool. When I'm <laughs> not awake. You look. You do not look cool at all. But uh, so, Ao, would you like to do anything else? Yeah. So, as part of the movement action, I also get like an object interaction. Okay. I close the door. Oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> just, like, I think from Finch's perspective, they see just an arm reach out, grabs Elias, mm-hmm. curling stone further into the hallway, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. another just calmly reaches up, grabs the doorknob, and just closes it. Beautiful. It's- Pretty great that you have so many goddamn arms. It's wonderful. <laughs> and they're actually not super worried about it because it's pretty clear they're Ao's arms. They've got the um the B stripes, I think. Um yes. she recently Aww. developed. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Ao, good turn. Would you like to do anything else? We're gonna move right here because Wraith. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. I think when Zelias came to a really uncool stop, the uh-huh. Wraith just kind of looked down and you just saw in its face like, ooh. this seems like an easy picking yeah all right yeah but that's my turn now so ao has positioned herself between wraith number two and the lies on the map for our listeners gotten further away from the bad door you know that's fine put a chair in front of it they can't break that down now we're gonna put a better barricade in front of it just give it give yeah we'll see about that give it a few turns um zelias i need a death save all right. What does that? What is it? The D twenty? Just straight D twenty. Yeah. Okay. Don't roll a one. And um, seventeen. <laughs> I, I wanted to see if it worked. <laughs> I said seventeen. I know, I know, but when I said don't roll a one, he was just like, eh. <laughs> no. like, what are you so worried about? Finch goes next anyway. So it's three rolls I get. No, it's one per turn, but yeah, I so we'll get okay. three good saves for three bad ones. Okay, I'm okay. assuming seventeen is good. Yeah, above yeah. a 10 is good. Ah, uh, that was it. Yeah, if you roll a 1, you lose two death saves. 
if you roll a 20, I think you're automatically up with one HP. Yeah. Something like that. So yeah, Zelias, you are okay, still unconscious. That was my turn. I hope you guys liked it. That was great. That's fucking good. Man, how suspenseful. Finch, gear up. Oh, Finch is more than happy to get away from the fuck door. They retreat back into the hallway to the unconscious body of their idiot captain. Hey. And I realize I've been um, healing unconscious idiots all wrong. As a grave <laughs> domain cleric, I have a feature called Circle of Mortality. At first level, you gain the ability to manipulate the line between life and death. When you would normally roll one or more dice to restore hit points with a spell to a creature at zero hit points, you instead use the highest number possible for each die. Oh, damn. Yeah. So this is their last third level spell <laughs> because I feel this is important and they do as well. So I don't even have to roll these 3d8. Zelias gets back three times eight is 24 plus four. Yes. 28 HP. He is How delightful. conscious and has HP. Ha! Conscious with HP is the best way to be right now. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So he's awake. Yeah, so Zelias, you come too. Uh-huh. You're not in the room anymore. He's probably looking around like, the fuck? It's like I saw Satan himself in there. Um, close enough. I have bad news. There's two of them. Well, two Satans! Two Satans, yes. Who's out there breeding fucking Satans? Well... This is a horrible place full of horrible undead, so it's not surprising that there are two of them in there. It is unfortunate. Ugh. We're going to have to deal with them. I feel like I threw up all over myself, did I? Uh, no. No. Why I am I wet? I didn't pee, did no? The sweat. All right, no, I'm fine. Oh, I think it's drool, but we can go with sweat. That's fine. Uh, it doesn't matter as long as it's not urine. No, it's certainly not urine. Good. I don't want to smell like piss right now. Oh, Oh, I don't like this place. Zelias, you look to your right and you see the wraith. There's a... No! <laughs> <laughs> it is not hidden by AO, unfortunately. Wraith two. It's, <laughs> it's wraith number two. Oh, God. I can't get up on this turn, can I? Because it's not my turn. It's not your I'll turn. I'll lay on I'm the sorry. ground for six seconds, and then when it comes back around to me, I'll get up, all right? All right, that's good. That sounds good. Perfect. Thank you, Finch. You're my hero. Uh, Finch, would you like to do anything else? Cry. But no, they no. won't. I mean, it's a free action. Be brave. No. Um, they'll, they'll cry later. <laughs> right now is the time to make sure they can see. So, that's their turn. Hope you liked it. I loved it. It was very good for me. It was. It is Bodak 2's turn. Oh, don't like that. It's fine. <laughs> He's in the room. The door's shut. He can't get us. Um, I think they know how to open doors. Is yeah. he like a velociraptor? Can they open the door? The Bodak opens the door. And <laughs> That's its action, right? It can't do um, anything else, right? No, it's not. Ah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's fine. No, it knows how to open doors. It walks through the door. And... Oh, there he is. Don't look um, into his eyes. I didn't. Good. My turn. I can't do it. Oh, did Finch tell Elias that because he oh, was unconscious? Nope. They did yeah. just now. Okay. <laughs> okay, that counts. <laughs> yep, it counts. Yeah. I, so I think what happens is you see the door open, and Elias, you're immediately like getting ready to look at the door, and Finch, you just grab Elias's head like, "Don't look!" <laughs> 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 and um. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm going to need another constitution save from... Oh, boy. You know what? I'm going to make a quick roll and see, because I feel like this is be off of instinct. 
So hmm. give me a moment. Roll for instinctual. Uh, one is Finch, two is Elias, three is Ao, four is Galva. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll roll a d4. That's one. That's Finch again. It's oh me. no! My 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 good Finch. Um, <laughs> your Finch, I need another, <laughs> I need another Constitution save. Okay. Oh, I rolled a fourteen this time. Plus two is sixteen. Oh, you save. Ooh. Now you only take half damage. Maybe I won't roll like clown shoes this time. <laughs> you know what I should do on my turn? What? I should just stay on the floor. Uh-huh. And then just, like, reach between Finch's legs and shoot fireball at that Bodak. <laughs> back into the room. So, Finch, you feel that withering gaze bore into your back again. And uh -huh. fortunately, you managed to endure. So you only take another 13 necrotic damage. Oof. Damn. Cleric's not looking too good, friends. Oh no, what's our cleric's HP at? Uh, they're at half. Okay, okay. Could be worse. Could be. Could be better. Could be a lot better. Yeah, no, I feel that. <laughs> they could be at full. Yeah. Yeah. Galva, you're up. We need that Bodak alpha the scene, right? Like, we need to get it out of here, deal with guest star Wraith 2, and then mm -hmm. figure out what we're doing about the Bodaks. Is that- oh, I should also- mentioned at the end of the Bodak's turn that sort of oppressive weight of the aura. Oh, that's right. You feel it activate on that one. So, we take damage? On your next turns. If you end your turn in the aura of oh, Annihilation. I got the Bodak's so, mixed up. The other one already had his yeah, active. Yeah, both of them have them active now. Gotcha. That's very good for us. So, you are currently all in Annihilation that, uh, Station. You're all in the Annihilation Station. <laughs> Alright. So, if we can push him back, you guys can at least move over here and deal with the Wraith, like, away from him. Are we down with that? Yeah. Okay. I think the Wraith is a little less of a threat than the Bodak right now. Okay. It's the guest star. We'll just clear it out so we can deal with these Bodaks properly. Mm -hmm. I do want to remind everyone, though, out of character, um, don't write off the Wraith, because um, if you fail your con save, if it makes you fail a con save, it's going to lower your max HP yeah. by whatever damage it does, so... Yeah, but at the same time, we can be within 30 feet of it without taking damage. Yes, that is a good point. Yeah. Now, the other option, uh, I'm just giving options here, is if Galva wants to tangle with the Wraith and maybe try to drop that real quick. What did it take to kill the Wraith last time? It took um, one full round of AO punches and I think both Galva hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although if Galva attacks Wraith, the other Bodak's going to go, and I think they can make it into the door. So, hang on. We have had it before that we can do one attack move and then do the other, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have an idea here. This might require some good rolls, but um, first things first, giant might's going up. I'm going to need the extra strength. All right. The extra strength, kill them all. <laughs> extra strength, Galvanol? Yes. <laughs> He's going to make... Her first attack against the Wraith. Okay. Bitch slap it as you run by. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Make an attack. Roll good, Galva. Atta girl. All right. That is a 27. Holy shit. Yes, Ooh. that hits. I rolled a 19. Perfect. God damn. All right. So that's going to be 2d6 plus 7, which is going to be 12 damage. Okay. Now, I would like the Wraith to give me a strength save. 
<laughs> okay. I like where this is going. Uh-huh. So that's a negative one. <laughs> oh, wow. Sweet. Is this a pushing attack? No. Galva, since she connected with this attack, invokes uh-huh. the fire rune. Magical burning shackles appear on it. It takes 2d6 fire damage. Okay. Is this on top of the damage that you would for the yes. strike? Yes. So this is going to be enough for fire damage. Okay. It is restrained for one minute, and at the start of its turn, it takes another 2d6 fire damage, but it can make the strength save again at the end of its turn. Okay, so a couple of things. So first of all, it's resistance to fire, and it's immune to restrain, but mm-hmm. here's how I'm going to resolve this. Okay. So you said four damage, right? So I'm gonna, it's two. Yeah. Here's what I think you do. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're running by it, right? Yes. I think you pull a slight page out of Ao's book. Mm-hmm. And as you run by it, your right arm wreaths itself in flame, and you clothesline the wraith <laughs> <laughs> so hard that this incorporeal person is knocked prone. Like, you just hammer it. It hits hard. Like, you just hear, bam! Like, it just like in a wrestling rink. And you just keep going by. Okay. So it's not restrained, but it's prone for its turn. I'll take that. And I'm sure the rest of our group will gladly take that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah, because it is unfortunately immune to being restrained, but a 27. God damn. And it did roll a negative one on its strength, so. Yeah. Then Galva is going to move to the doorway that the Bodak has just come through and make a pushing attack to shove it back through it, back into the, into the room it was in before. Into the office. Got it. Yes. So the pushing attack is a special melee attack. Um, while it, it counts as like a melee attack for a lot of purposes, it's actually done with a I make a strength athletics check contested by either athletics or just dexterity from the Bodak. Okay. And I would like to note, since Galva has giant's might up, she gets advantage on strength checks. So Okay. Go ahead and give me your advantage roll. All right, that is a dirty 20. Okay. So I'm going to roll using dex. Uh, that's a 15. All right. You're able to push the Bodak. Yes. So I push it five feet away, okay. back into the room. Bully it, take its lunch money. Mm-hmm. And then Galva closes the door and puts her weight on it. Okay. So you are, I believe, within both auras of Annihilation, if that's the end of your turn. Um... Yeah. That's not a good place to be. Listen, you'll be fine. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. Okay. You do take 10 necrotic damage, 5 for each. Okay. It's at the end of the turn? Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Galva, you are bracing this door while weathering two auras of annihilation. If any of you were to take a look, you would start to see the necrotic damage start to sort of appear on the walls outside the door. Like, you see it start to crack and, and weather. Oh, I'm just picturing, um, like, some Silent Hill wall-melting shit. Yeah, that's, oh. uh, you know, I, I do like that. It's cool. Yeah, that's fucked up. So Yeah, so it's, like, this sort of, like, black necrotic, almost, like, ooze algae or whatever starting to seep from the cracks. Paint's, like, peeling off and shit. Yep. Fuck, dude, I love it. And, uh, so... Galva, that was your turn. Wraith 2, 
who has to unfortunately use its entire movement to get up because you swatted it on its face. Mm. He gets up and... (laughs) (laughs) He just pushed out and went back in the old room. He steps into the room. Through the wall. Through the wall. Because spooky ghost. It's had enough of our bullshit. Well, that's inconvenient, actually. Eh, That's okay. We'll get him later. Or he could pop out while we're dealing with the Bodax again. That's okay. Our fucking guest star. Hmm? Yeah, he's. I think the big angry woman just laid him out. He's like, I'm going to rethink my strategy. And he (laughs) passes through the wall again of the locked room. That's fine. And you don't know where he is right now. (laughs) He's like, fuck the shit, I'm out. That's his turn. The first Bodak, the one that was in the uh, security chief's chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, if he goes up to the wall, you're just going to fireball him. Exactly! But he doesn't know that. <laughs> he doesn't know that. I know that. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say, hey, yeah. everyone, move and Galvo open the door. I'll just take care of it. But we'll worry about that bridge once it We'll yes. burn that bridge when we get to I'll it. I'll burn Literally. that bridge the fuck down with my fireballs. It is going to punch the door. <clears throat> oh. Well, hey, maybe it'll make it open. Uh, I don't like this. I don't That's like this. Fine. This sucks. I have an idea. Okay, oh. I feel so much better. I want to hear Scott's idea. And if that doesn't pan out, I also have an idea. Wow, two ideas. Yeah, Aunt, we want to kill your Bodex. Mm-hmm. We want them to be dead. So that's 12 damage. How much HP does Door have? <laughs> um, all right. You know what? Actually, how, Galva, how are you? Are you leaning against it, like, with your back? Or are you pushing with your, like, with your arms? I mean, so I guess the first question is, is this a push or pull door? Push door. It's a push door. Yeah. From our side, push? Yeah. Okay. Then, I mean, I guess she's, like. You have to be pulling on it. Yeah, I guess she's, like, braced against the frame and pulling it shut. Okay. One of the Bodak's hands just punches through the door and is like mm-hmm. reaching out to try and grab something. It just narrowly misses your arm. Mm-hmm. And then it withdraws and it has created a hole in the door that it can see through. Oh. All right. Well, don't look in there. Is it at Yalva's eye level or No, not? It's, it, it is not. Good, because she's big. That would be truly terrifying if it were nine feet tall. <laughs> nine foot fucking <laughs> yeah. Bodak? So you know what? That's the Bodak's turn. It made a hole in the door. Ao, you're up. Okay. Okay. So this is actually really good for me. All right. We're gonna. Oh boy. What are you throwing in there? <laughs> oh God. Oh uh, well, you thought it was a fireball, but it was me, Dio. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were gonna try and throw the statue in. Oh my God. Well, now there's a hole, so she can easily do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Aunt, you're dumb. <laughs> we love you, Ant. Remind me, which character was immediately thrown down to zero HP? Oh, I didn't say I wasn't dumb. <laughs> I just said you're in this pit with me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you are going Actually, to attempt uh, hold, to. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Um, was Elias planning a fireball? Yes, but I was going to delay so that Finch and Galva could get out of the way. I mean, you could probably aim it far enough in to where you can just yeet it. Yeah. Because I was going to delay my turn until after you, so you can fireball, then I can follow up with Dio. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that too. Let's set Dio on fire and send a flaming elephant. No, I'm just playing. Oh. I don't want to do that to the poor elephant. <laughs> That'd be pretty fucking funny, though. 
So yeah, I'm gonna let Zelaya's fireball first, and then I'll deal. Okay. All right. So then, Ao, you are going to delay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just move it down here. So Zelias, you're up. Okay. Well, Zelias is going to tell Finch to move uh-huh. out of the path of fireball. Like maybe come around over here. You're not gonna want to stand there. It's gonna be real bad for you. All right. I'll do that. All right. And um, you know what? Actually, Galva can probably stay right there. Because yeah. there's a hole in the door now? Yeah. So I think what Zelias is going to do is he's going to approach the door, right? He's not going to uh-huh. look in the hole because he uh-huh. will die. But what he is going to do is stick his hand through it and then cast Fireball. And just let it explode from the palm just of Just let hand. it go boom right there. Okay. I mean, maybe not so that it blows the door up, but far enough to where it does not I get cap- what you're saying. Yeah. You would have enough control that your hand would just ignite, but the explosion would go back, I think. Sure. So maybe he, like, he pushes his hand through the door between the two bodaks, pops it a couple feet behind him, and just fucking lets it rip. Yeah, he can, like, center it back here so that it catches the bodaks. Yeah, just a few feet behind him. Okay. Uh, I like that. They are going to have to make me a fucking dexterity saving throw, I believe. Yep. So bodak one rolls a 17. Okay, I think that's saves. Let me check. Bodak two rolls a 15. 17 saves, uh, 15 meets it. They both save. So they both they save. save. But they're, either way, they're going to take damage. Yep. So I roll my 8d6, then I'll divide it in half. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I add my modifier, because I'm good at fire. Okay, so that's my... Oh my god, so my total came out to 40. So divided in half, that is 20 damage to each of them. And divide that in half, that's 10. So they take half fire? They have resistance, yes. Resistance to fire. So that was a wasted spell. If I'd known that, I wouldn't have fucking bothered. I can't tell you all my tricks. Wow, no wonder he hates undead. They resist fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the real reason. All right. Zelias, that is your turn. Do you have anything else rather that you'd like to do? Move out of that annihilation aura. I am going to get out of the doorway. Actually, hold on. I need to measure how many I moved. 15? Yeah, you have 15, so you can move back to where you started. Yeah, I'll just go back to behind Finch. I will return to my original spot. I can't see if I killed them or not because they're inside, but I'm going to assume they're not dead because I'm very pessimistic about zombies. Also, he said we could see the aura of Annihilation, so the wall still looks fucked up. Oh, that's right. It's cool. It's not recovering. It's probably getting worse. Probably. Oh, yes. That was my turn. I hope you liked it. It actually really sucked. And now it's Dio time. Now it's Dio time, and I'm excited for this more than anything. And is there shit in the room that's on fire? Yeah, there's a lot of things that are burning. Are the, are the Bodaks slightly annoyed, at least? Um, you know, I'm looking at the... This is going to completely ruin the image of the Bodaks, but I'm yeah. looking at the, at the tokens, and they look like those Sesame Street things that go yop, 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 <gasps> yop, 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 yop. It is and, the yoppers! What are those called? I don't know, but I... Martians, yep, I think. Yep, 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 those yeah, guys. Yep, 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 oh. yep, 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 so... So I think you ignite the room, <laughs> they look around at the burning hellscape that you turn the office into, and then you yep, cheer yep, from behind yep, the door. And now it's not scary. You've ruined uh, Halloween also, for me, Also, I hate to break it to you, Elias. You're within the That's okay. Floor. I couldn't get any further away. So that's 10 damage for you. Well, that's okay. I, yeah. I don't. They're Martians. I don't mind if I go unconscious again. Uh, you should. I have two spell slots <laughs> left, buddy. That's okay, buddy. No, it's not. Yep, it's the yep, Oh guys. my god, the boat axe are the fucking Martians. <laughs> oh, nuts. And... All right. 
Well, I've ruined done. Bodax. This is the last time I could use them. <laughs> yeah, you've ruined them. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, Ao, go ahead. Okay. Uh, what do I have to do to throw this thing? So it's not a massive. All right. So here, so here's my question: Are you going to throw it from where you are, or are you going to fly up and throw it? You know how when like military applications, they like go up to the door, sidle against it, and just kind of toss it in. Yeah, yeah, I, I know exactly. It's a blind sight toss. Yeah, yeah, pretty much that. Okay, and then because then you're going to probably fly away after that, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're not trying to thread the needle here. So show me on the map here where you want Packy Dio to, you know, spawn. Probably like immediately behind the two. Okay, so like here? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. I need you to roll me a d20. Okay. I had an idea that is going to be fun. <laughs> All right, that is a 10. Oh, buddy. Uh-oh. All right. So, Ao, you see the hole and you beeline for it, pulling up the marble statuette from your pack. And you just, as you fly up, you kind of curve so that you're not looking through the hole. Mm -hmm. But you do see, just out of your periphery, just as you release it through the hole, you see one of the Bodax crane its head down with its unnaturally long mouth wide open. Oh, no! Oh, I know where this is going. Oh, no. Oh. Yep, 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 yep. So you just hear, yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, then, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I, I think you hear, yep, yep, nope, 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 nope. I love that our fucking terrifying boat acts are now just Sesame Street monsters. God damn. <laughs> yeah, the drama has thoroughly been destroyed. Yeah, it really now. has. I'm uh, sorry. That's okay. No, I I'm love this. Sorry. Yeah, I prefer it this way. It's wonderful. The boat act that you managed to, uh, thread the needle and get the statue in unfortunately cannot uh contain cannot contain Packy Dio oh, who Lord. just erupts out of its shadowy mass. Kablorch. Yep. yep, yep, yep. I'm gonna say that does a lot more damage than it had HP, so <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you just hear yep 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 from the other one. <laughs> <laughs> nope 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 uh, nope let's see creature friendly to you I'm trying to figure out what when it takes its action. Packy deal. I think we played it like immediately after me. Yes. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's probably its turn now. Are you ending your turn there or are you going to try and get out of there? Uh, we're going to so probably go there, but it's still in range. Yeah, you're still in range, unfortunately. So you're going to take... Oh, you only take five now. Okay. So I'm at max HP. Killer. All right. Oh, you lost it. Uh, the five uh, bonus HP from... From aid, yes. Yeah. Okay, so it's Packy Dio's turn, so I guess I just use, uh, you're just going to use the elephant uh, attributes. Yeah, the stomp. Okay, you're going to stomp? Alright, uh, roll to hit. Oh, stomp only works on prone creature, so it's, it's going to be the gore. Okay, and that is piercing damage, which I believe it is resistant to. Yes. Are you rolling attack or am I? Go ahead. It's because okay. it is, Packy Dio is technically your creature. 18 plus 8 is 26. Yeah, that hits. Okay, and it's 3d8 plus 6 damage. Ooh. I need more d8s. <laughs> Two. And there's three. I rolled a five. I each of them. 
Ooh, shit. So 15 plus 6 is 21. 21. So nice. uh, 11 damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got all kinds of resistances, doesn't it? Yeah, boat acts are, are tough normally. So yeah, Packy Dio blows its trumpet-like nose and then lowers its head and starts to just shove its tusks at the Bodak, but because of its weird, like, unnatural shadowiness, it it doesn't find purchase. It's still damaging it. And it does take five damage, so it's down to 71 HP. 71? Oh, no. Yeah. Only 71 HP. Yeah. Hmm. It's an elephant. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, the elephant's HP. I thought you were talking about the fucking Bodak for a second. No. I'm like, oh, we got a long ways to go, kids. Is that your turn, now? Yep. Oh, I'm saying that was the, that's Packy Dio's turn. Packy Dio's turn. Yeah, so Finch, you're up. Oh. Hmm. I have no targets that I can see. Use a healing potion. Or like <sighs> seven. That's what I'm going to do on my turn. I don't know what you're up to. I mean, yeah, I might. That's really all I can think to do. Um. Yeah, it's fine. Packy Dio's got this. Let's just take this round to heal up a little bit. <laughs> let Packy Dio do their work. It's fine. Packy Dio's got this. Keep in mind that we still have the wraith to deal with somewhere That's around here. That's true. It is hiding like a bitch, though. The door's still locked. That's true. We can't get in there until Galva picks the lock. I mean, unless Ao wants to go break it. True. We're here to fuck up the ghost. We're just like, come here, motherfucker! We're just beating the fucking door down. It's cowering in the corner. We're like, oh god, why? <laughs> <laughs> We're the fucking horror monsters in this scenario now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have fireballs I mean, and packadios. Honestly, we're usually the horror monsters. I guess I'll go ahead and use a potion. He's still not looking super great. Wow, bum potion. Roll two ones on the D4s. Fuck. Yeah. Take another one. Fuck. <laughs> in fact, I'll stab you with one of mine on my turn. Like, that sucks, dude. No. I'm mad about that. No, I think uh, I still have more HP than you do. That's true. I'm, I've got 18 now, I think. Yeah, you do. No more third level spell slots, but I do have... I have 29 HP. A second level, and three first levels. Okay. And I can make another third level one if I really have to. Really have to. Yeah. Um, I think Finch will go ahead and retreat um, further along the hallway, away from the office in the Aura of Annihilation. Mm-hmm. They won't go too far. They don't use their full movement, just far enough to get out of the ring of fuck i fell into a burning ring of fuck oh no it's a good song right it's not no (laughs) (laughs) i'm no so that uh when that wraith makes its inevitable reappearance they can be available to hopefully do something to it that's their turn hope you liked it that was good i enjoyed it all right good turn so finch you backed away from the door which was probably a wise thing to do probably I need a constitution save from Packy Dio. Okay. What is this constitution save? Uh, Plus three. So that is a 15. Okay. Uh, You do still take damage. Mm -hmm. That is uh, 22 psychic damage. Oof. Oh no, Packy Dio's brain. Is that halved? What? How is that halved? Oh, that's not halved. Did he save or did he? Sorry, did he save? Okay, so he saved, but he that's um. Oh, it's on a failed save. So on, so yeah, half. My fault. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I was just thinking. Okay, so full damage was forty four. 
Whoa, yeah, no, 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 that no, would have no, been no. concerning. Okay, that's just that would have been really concerning. Wanted to confirm. Okay, I misread. So Pachydia should be at sixty. Okay, that's its turn. Galva, you're up. Okay, okay. I've been wondering if I should just like stab it through the door. I mean, at this point, we might as well just go on the offensive. Yeah, fuck it up. There's only one now. Yeah, yeah be offensive. Pachydia came in pretty clutch against that other one. That was <laughs> that was wonderful, Scott, and I'm very happy. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't the one that threw it. Into, well, technically, I was the one that threw it into his mouth. That was my idea. Fair. Yeah, it was good. Is it trying to pull the door open? It's fighting an elephant. It's got its hand on the door. Okay, so if I let it go, it won't just suddenly fly open. I mean, it's not its turn. Okay, then I'm going to kick it open. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to make two attacks. Okay. All right, well, the 11 is probably not going to hit. Does a 23 hit? Yes, the 23 hits. And you're right, the 11 does not hit. Okay. Um, so it's going to be 11 damage. Uh, and that is slashing? Yes. Okay. So that is six damage. Um, just to clarify something. Uh-huh. Does the resistance say damage from non-magical sources? Uh, yes. From non-magical attacks, and Galva's sword is magical because it's enchanted. Okay. So it, it doesn't have resistance to that. Right. Okay, so 11 damage. Ooh. Okay. Just let Galva tank it. Is it still up? Yes. All right, action surge and do it again. Yeah. Fuck him up. Bitch has got to die. Bitch has got to die. You made me fall down and look stupid. <laughs> it made you look so stupid. That is a 17 and a 25. Those both hit. Okay. That's going to be 19 damage from those two attacks. Okay. Still up. All right, and that was her bonus action. Um, yeah, she's just going to stand between it and you guys. She'll take the damage. It's fine. All right, so uh, that's five more necrotic damage. Yeah, she's got HP for days still. Well, that's good. Okay. Then, yes, yeah, she's ending her turn here between this Bodak and the people she likes. Oh, huh. that's okay. us guys. That is you guys. Wraith 2! Saw him ping. Rushes out of the wall. Ooga booga! Ooga booga booga! And he's <laughs> going to uh, attack Galva. Oh, unacceptable. Blanking her, and uh, we're going to be here. That's a crit. Oh no! Oh, no, shit. it's not. Oh, oh. shit, Ant. Reaction time. <laughs> yeah, reaction time. <laughs> Finch is like the yeah. best character. They've got some good skills. They just shut your fucking crits down, man. Yeah. Super good. I mean, to be fair, this would have really messed up Galva. Thank God for Finch. I need a I need a constitution save from Galva while I roll damage. Okay. That is a 17. Okay. So you just take the damage, your HP will not be. That's a lot of damage. I'm really glad that that crit didn't stick. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That is 25 damage. Oof. 25 necrotic. All right. She has taken quite a bit of necrotic damage. I think she's mm-hmm. looking a little um, paler than usual. I, I, how do you show necrotic damage? I'm getting necroed. 
I think you just look labored, like tired, like you're sweating and whatnot. Yeah, that sounds about right. And it is it is latched onto you. It's not grappling or resisting you, but it's like latched onto you. Hmm. Don't like that. Ayo, you're up. Okay. So the door is now open to the bodak. Yes. Okay. I think I want to go in and take care of that one first. Okay. I think I can hit it from there. Uh, yeah. That's ten feet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you're come up and flank Galver from the left. Yeah. So I'll just post all these numbers in chat. There's a lot of them. Okay. Uh, 27, 20, 16, 20. All those hit. Okay. Oh, dumb, oh, dumb, oh, dumb, oh, dumb, oh, dumb, oh, dumb. oh, shit. That's two sixes. Ooh. And this is magic. These are all magical strikes, right? This is force damage, yeah. Okay. 20 is 37 damage. Okay. Unbelievably, it takes that beating and it's still up. Okay, I spend a key point. I do it again. Okay. Hell yeah. Fuck, I'm up. So that is another 16 and a 21. Uh, yeah, those both hit. So that's another 17 damage. Okay. I think at this point, you just unleash so many strikes that the Bodak falls apart. Woo! Yips no more. It's, it, it yips no more. It's ghastly, unhinged massage just kind of dissolves, leaving its tattered, gnarly-looking, shadowy cloak. Yeah. Bodak has been defeated. Fuck yeah! Hell yeah! Woo! Nice Bodak murder, bro! Would you like to do anything else, Ao? Yep, we're gonna shift our position a little bit. Stand in front of the squishy. Okay. So stand between Zelias and Wraith 2. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can do. Yeah, so Ao, after you just unleash this, this radiant barrage of, of force fists on the Bodak, and after it starts to crumple, you zip around to Galva's other side, putting yourself between Elias and the rake that is still clinging to Galva, who's looking kind of winded right now. And Zelias, mm-hmm. it's your turn. Yeah, well, I don't want to shoot Ao. That would be rude. That's all right. You can move around to the other side. I'm going to... That should be a clear shot. Yeah. Ao's small. It's fine. Ao's teeny. So, uh, that fucking wraith just popped my buddy Galva. I'm not happy about it. That makes me cranky. I'm going to cast Scorching Ray at it, and I'm going to use my last second level spells a lot to do so. Um, again, resistance to fire. Right, but what else do I have? Okay, if I, mean, I stab it, it's got resistance to that. If I slash it, it's got resistance to that. Yeah. Uh, I don't well, have actually, anything no. else besides... Got a new magical cutlass. It, all that does is light up. Magic is magic! It's technically magical, yeah. <laughs> that shitty fucking cutlass counts? Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's so stupid, I'm gonna stab it. <laughs> I'm so offended by how stupid that is that I'm like, I need to cut something with this dumbass sword. Okay. It um, is... It's a glowing sword of getting rid of undead. That's its power now. Moon touched fucking cutlass, huh? Yeah. Okay, uh, since I do not fight with swords very often, I guess I'm gonna step up next to it, which sounds like a bad idea. Sure does. I am within its its stabbing zone. Uh, I don't fight with weapon often, guys. No, you don't. Okay, so I roll my d8. That's not right. No, I roll my no. d20. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, and what do I add to that? I don't. Is it a finesse weapon or is it just a strength weapon? I believe cutlass is a finesse. Yeah, we determined it's finesse. So add your dex and your proficiency. Yeah. Okay. My dex and proficiency. That'll make it a plus seven, it looks like. Okay. I rolled a 16 plus seven. 
23. That hits. Okay. Thanks for doing math for me because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and now my damage. Well, I'll just play your fucking character for you. Thanks, bud. Um, oh, is the damage the same as just a regular fucking cutlass? Yeah, yeah. it's the same. 1d6. But you, it, this, it, this doesn't have resistance to it because it's magic. Right. So let me roll my 1d6 and then add 3 to it. Boop. Oh, I rolled 5 plus 3. That's 8. Nice. I cut it for 8, and. All right. You slash into the ghostly form of the wraith. That's and, uh, all I can do. It looks a little surprised that your blade managed to hurt it. Yeah. And then it kind of looks at you like you're next. Okay, and then I go, I, I will return to my original spot behind AO. <laughs> like, ha ha! I flip it off, I'm like, oh, I'm going to hide behind my fairy now. You can't get me, can you? <laughs> Please don't. In fact, stay over there. No, it's fine. Bitch. <laughs> Fuck, all, right. all right. That was my turn. I hope you liked it. I loved it. Finch, you're up. That was an like, amazing Very turn. Very good turn. Originally, I was going to heal myself with a healing potion, but I, I got mad because it hurt my my good friend Galva. Aww. And Delias is stupid, I think. And you're like a chihuahua. I'm like a chihuahua. If you offend me, I have to get back at you immediately. True. That's just how I picture him. Okay, uh, Wraith 2, please roll me a dex save. I am casting Sacred Flame upon Ooh. you. Holy shit. Okay. Well, that's a four. <laughs> okay, that uh, that fails. All my good rolls are gone. Okay, that is 2d8 radiant damage. Oh, well, those are good numbers. Uh, it takes 12 radiant damage. Ooh, very good. Okay, 12 radiant damage. All right, you let out this moat of searing flame that does in fact seem to harm it, but it, it is still clinging to Galva angrily. <laughs> and I'm gonna go ahead and use a bonus action to cast Healing Word on Galva. So, Galva, please recover 5 HP. I will do that. Thank you. Well, I'm only at, like, half HP. It's good. We're doing that's good. Bizarre. Doing a lot better than I am, that's for oh, damn yeah. sure. <laughs> and honestly, like, it, it's not like necrotic damage is gonna scar. She's good. True. It's just gonna make you, uh... Little necro. I didn't put a lot of thought into that statement. No, that's right. fine. Um, and then I think since the Vodak is, hmm, yeah, I think Finch wants to move closer to the pals. Just you know, in touch range in case anybody needs an emergency cure wounds. They've still got one that they oh, can lovely. cast. That right. Vodak's dead as fuck. Or Finch just says fuck it and jabs a potion into someone. Just stab with the neck. With yes, I can, I can also stab with a potion. All right, that's my turn. Thank you. Good turn. Galva, you're up. Hell yeah. All right. Let's do this. Do this. Round of attacks to try and, um, I guess since it's clinging to her, she's trying to cut it off with the other sword, essentially. Okay. I mean, I should ask, where is it holding on to her? Um, I'm gonna say her arm. Okay. The titty. No. Oh, oh no. no. Just uh, latch right onto her no. boob? That's, That's for friends only. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she keeps those tied up. You know what's fair? <laughs> Get out of her. Um, Get off the boob zone, her bro. Bindings. Um, yeah, if it's on her arm, it doesn't even really matter which arm it is because she is ambidextrous. So she is going to pierce it off um, and just slice out. Let's see how well this goes. Godspeed, Galva. 
let's see, one is a 15 and the other is a 25. Hmm. Uh, those should both hit. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's help you bring this home. Fuck them up. Okay. So that is 25 damage. Okay. And that's with your magic sword? Yes. Okay. It is still angrily clinging. Are you serious? Uh-huh. He's a Klingon. Ha! Uh, boo! You know what? <laughs> wow. Everyone's a critic. Thanks to that accessory from Mikolo, she can do a second action surge, and Ooh. I think it's safe to say we're going to be resting after this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, she's she is burning it, and she's going to stab the wraith again. So while, while you roll, I just realized we forgot Packy Dio's other turn. He can't fit through the door, so he's oh. good at he's good over here. Taking a nap. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, what are the walls no. made out of? Oh, um, metal. Okay, never mind. Oh. <laughs> well, now hang on. You you've been um, corroding the metal with nasty ore of annihilation. That's true. That is true. Uh, should I hold off? Are we gonna cool maid man this? I mean, it's still your turn. I <laughs> yeah. think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, finish your turn. All right. We'll convince Aunt to let us have Packy Dio after you're done. All right. Well, so the first one is a 23. The second one I'm pretty worried about because it's a nat one. Oh. Uh, so that hits. The first one hits. Go ahead and roll me damage. Alright, that is um, another 10 damage. Okay. I think that because of the angle and the way that it's clinging to you, you have to do that, um, basically what you did with the soul shaker mm -hmm. and you have to command the sword to come at it from the back. Uh-huh. So you are going to take damage? Okay. Unless you get Cloud Rune. I do still have Cloud Rune. I was actually thinking about that. You haven't used your reaction yet. I have not used my reaction. She's going to use her reaction to redirect that attack right back at it. Okay. Where it's supposed to go. <laughs> this thing is clearly trying to impede your, your slashing. And because of its ghostly pseudo-incorporealness, it's hard to kind of get a good beat on it like before when you were stabbing at it. So I think you push the thing off of your arm, and the way the cloud rune manifests this time, ghostly cloud-like hands peel away from your arms mm -hmm. and hold it in place, hold the wraith in place, as Facet flies around and just impales it from the back. All right. Do I need to roll damage for that one? Uh, no, because okay. the total damage would, regardless, is going to be enough to finish it. Woo! So, with that, Facet pierces through the back, and the Wraith just lolls its head to the side, and it dissolves in those cloud appendages that you've manifested, that just, they scatter like rain clouds once this is all done. Oh, beautiful. Oh, that's pretty. I'm dying. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty. I'm, I'm dying. <laughs> Galva's, she's only at like half HP. She's good. Yeah. But we do probably need to um, consider taking a rest now. Yeah, if you want your cleric to keep flinging healing spells. Long rest time. Mm -hmm. Congratulations, guys. You have defeated the Bodax. Zelias didn't die. I didn't fucking die. Yeah. Now, do we want to finish opening doors so that nothing else sneaks up on us while we take our long rest? 
We have two more rooms to explore. Um, maybe we should ask that in character, actually. We haven't done a lot of in-character talk. Pretend I said that Irishly. <laughs> or pirately. Or however the fuck I sound. Or don't, because that's hard to fucking jive with. Alright. I'd like to vote we take a rest before opening any more doors. I mean, that lock door is going to bother me. No, no, we should probably take a rest. Alright, also, but what if there's things in there? So while everyone is discussing, Ao is slowly making her way towards the door. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Is winding up. Ayo, <laughs> sweetheart, I would please hold on that because if there are corporeal beings in there, they're locked in, and I would like to keep them there until I'm better able to heal all of you. Which one's corporeal mean again? Has a body. Ah, right, I knew that. But if they are, then they would have heard, and we think we'd hear them inside. We made a lot of noise. We Wait, did make some noise. noise. Yes. Were you planning on listening through the door? Is that why you, you've moved over? Because it looks like you're winding up to punch through it. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Fairies have ears on their fists. Can I roll deception? Yeah, roll me deception. <laughs> I'm intentionally doing this at disadvantage. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> With your arm pulled all the way back. <laughs> like I was just going to scratch an itch. Uh, so that's a five. Oh, you funny girl. Do you want to roll me insight, Finch? Sure, I'll roll insight. I think your plus to insight is more than five. Actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> I rolled a one, but that still beats her deception because that turns into an eight. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. Oh my god, amazing. you're so tired. That's hilarious. So if I, you can see like the arm, the this spectral arm, because she still has it up, rearing back to strike. And it just slowly goes down. Thank you, Ao. <laughs> she'll put her ear up to the door instead and uh, listen in. Okay. Roll me perception. 22. You strain to hear through the door, and uh, it doesn't sound like anything's in there. But, I mean, you've faced tons of boneless at this point that have made no sounds until... Yeah, were... until we get close to them. That's true. Yeah. Fair. Well, I don't hear anything behind it. But then again, there is the boneless the skin dudes. Yes, noiseless, boneless. All right, fine, we'll take a rest. I'm at least checking out the office over here first. Well, the other thing is that um, if we deal with something now, we could recover from that after as well without having to stop again. I mean, I'm already feeling better after after that fight um i mean we, we could just open the door and if we see something captain shoots a fireball in um uh well i i can probably manage one more yeah then again the fire didn't seem to do much no it really didn't no that was it might also damage it. i might blow myself up right all right you know what we'll take a break for a while and uh assign watch shifts and call it good from there all right i'm sorry galva i also would love to know what's in there but it could wait galva like kind of like lingers in front of it she's specifically staring mm. at the lock because she mm -hmm. started that working on that and kind of left it undone that's fine <laughs> yeah but there's a nice little med bay room down here it looks like i think there's that there's also a kitchen over here i didn't bring any sandwich utensils what that's true we did utensils I need to I'm sandwich not... utensils. I need to sleep or meditate. I got hurt bad. 
And I'm still feeling it, lads. So, yeah, let's take a fucking break. Yes, please. So we are all, all right. getting comfortable in this med bay for a nice long rest. Yes. Okay. You guys, uh, you guys ready to continue? Yeah. Let me just update my numbers. Mm-hmm. Back at full, I can oh, yeah. channel divinity mm-hmm. and sentinel at death's door, rune all of ants crits. <laughs> Man, that's fucking good. <laughs> so. The one thing I'm not sure about, so for the gauntlet that gives her sentinel, it says that it gets a charge daily. Uh-huh. Are we counting that as, like, every couple of long rests? Like, what is a day? I would go ahead and say that every couple of long rests. If you are in an area for a prolonged period of time, like a long dungeon like this, okay, I would say it's, this is your, what, your second long rest? I think so. It is, yeah. And how many short rests have you taken? Not enough. One, I think. Have we taken any? Yeah. We okay. do need to take them more regularly. Like, mm-hmm. it would help. Okay. All right. So that's at least 16 hours. So, you know, I'm going to say one more long rest then. Okay. One more long rest till Christmas. Um, the Mariah Carey breaks free from her icy prison. fucking soon. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be another fucking thing that we do around Christmas. That was morbid. Morbid, but it's true. All right. Are you guys ready to continue? I am. Yeah, I think but, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Zelaya's <laughs> good out here. Zelaya's goes to sleep and never wakes up again. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are, are you all right, Captain? No, it sounds like I'm dead. No. <laughs> I succeeded in killing Zelaya's by just making him run out of fucks. All right. Back in character. Let's go. For what it's worth, I appreciated that you wanted to just check and make sure things were all right. <laughs> uh, you know, I was just trying to expedite things a little bit. I thought maybe if I look through here, I can make sure nothing's in there going to attack us. And that didn't really work. And then I don't remember what happened for no. a minute. It's fine. The rest is kind of fuzzy. And then I was on the floor and I don't know how I got there. Well, it's because you fell. You looked into the Bodak's eyes and it just took all of your health and you fell to the floor. Ah, that probably hurt. I don't I don't remember. <laughs> Let's never do that again. Agreed. I don't think I've ever heard of an elf fainting before. What? You ain't never been around a stone drunk elf. That's true. We should drink more. All right. Yeah, we should. In fact, immediately as soon as we're done from here, we're gonna find all the booze and- uh... That sounds amazing. That sounds so good, right? All right, let me deal with this lock. Deal with that lock. I'll stay over here. All right, and- Galva's going to try and, well, first she's going to try mechanics this lock. You know, unlock it with tools. Okay. Yeah, rolling mechanics. Guidance. Ooh. I might not need it, but I want to see how high it goes. Yeah. All right. That is a 26. Fuck. Um, yeah, I think you, you very expertly dismantle the hinges on this door. I think you just take the door off. <laughs> Well, that's a low roll, because she was going for the lock. Uh, But anyway, yeah, so she... Well, I guess she just puts the door aside and takes a look inside. Okay. Now we have this door. (laughs) Now we have this door. (laughs) You you move the door aside, and there's a party of revenants in there. (laughs) Well, we put the door back on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, glad we didn't allow anybody to cast Fireball in here. Oh, bummer. So, as you pull aside the door... You see what looks like a case file storage room. That's fucking amazing. 
So uh, lining the on both sides, there are shelves and cabinets with, uh, it looks like files and boxes and whatnot. There's no terminal for you to cross-reference anything. Uh, and it does look like because of the locked door, the fact that there really isn't any other way to get in here, a decent portion of the records here are at least readable. All right, let's start snooping. I would like yeah. to investigate. Let's start rolling to investigate. Yeah. Get some investigation with you guys. Oh, it's not terrible. Yeah. Let's do it. Well, I'm back to rolling low numbers for no particular reason. <laughs> Finch is tired. Finch has no coffee. They haven't had any coffee, I think, for 16 hours now. Zelaya's got a 21. I got a 13. I got a 19. Y'all got a 19, 13. Finch, what'd you get? I rolled a nine. I need to get Finch a magic item. It's just a thermos of <laughs> replenishing coffee. Oh my god, oh my a bottomless god. coffee thermos. The only downside is shitty coffee. Oh. Oh no. You know what? In a pinch, though. It's like shitty diner coffee. Oh, like that's Like instant the coffee that you just mix in and it's fucking powder. It's all watery. Bitter. Oh. oh. You know what? If it's caffeinated, they'll just <laughs> hold their nose and drink it. They'll just chug it. Or Whatever. It's black like your soul. Just drink it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Finch, I think you're just sort of... Uh, you know, Finch, I think you're a little bit more on edge now. There are a lot more violent undead than maybe you were expecting. Like the Wraith and the Bodak. And all the stuff with Miracle is kind of weighing on your mind a little bit. I'd say it's weighing on their mind a lot. Yeah. I think that you're only, like, partially present in terms of really investigating this stuff. Yeah, they certainly don't expect to find anything relevant to the whole um, undead miracle right. situation in here. So I think it kind of makes sense that they didn't roll super high. And I also think you're just ready for more wraiths to just walk through things and attack. Yeah. <laughs> you're just waiting. I think as opposed to looking for anything in particular, mm -hmm. I think you're just sort of like canvassing the room. Like, why was the wraith in here? So let me roll something real quick. We've been in here for so long. Did anyone bring food? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think we did. I sure didn't plan to bring food. We're probably also starving on top of just terrified of a ghost. Yeah, we should go back to the ship and like <laughs> and just grab some jerky. Put some in like the bag of holding. Yeah. Or maybe it'll be like a video game. We'll find some like old rations in a toilet somewhere. Oh no. Sorry, I'm looking I'm doing some uh loot generation to see what I can find. Mm -hmm. You're fine. The deck of many things. Oh no. <laughs> And give us that. No, don't. I don't want to break the campaign. <laughs> I do. Okay. No, I, I know exactly what you're getting. Uh-oh. Ao, you, you know, push aside some of the old boxes, and you find a small, unlocked wooden box. Mm -hmm. You open up the box, and you see a silver tankard. Ooh. And as you examine the tankard, you see a very stern face sculpted onto one side. Okay. I make a face at it. <laughs> okay. It does not respond. So is it like one of those takers that like have the lid on it? Yes. Can I open up the lid? Okay. Um, it smells a little musty in there, but you don't see anything in it. Huh. I found a cup. That's great. It's got a face on it. It sure does. What the fuck's with this place and all these faces on things? I'm starting to think it's a brand. Some line of magic weapons that someone's a fan of, I guess? I don't know. This is a tankard. This ain't no weapon. You put your beverage in here. Magic items, I apologize. You know what, that's fair. Or maybe it is a weapon, we don't know. Well, you could probably put poison in it, that's sort of like a weapon. 
Yeah, if you use that right. Yeah. A lava. Can I roll Arcana to identify what the hell this tankard is? Can we just keep can. speculating over how fucking stupid this is? I like is? how Galva's rolling Arcana. Meanwhile, Finch and Zelias are over here just like shooting the shit. <laughs> how can I murder someone with this tankard? Uh, I rolled an 18 on Arcana. <laughs> okay. You've seen this in a book before, Galva. Okay. This is a tankard of sobriety. Oh, no. Huh. Put it back. <laughs> This tankard has a stern face sculpted into one side. You can drink ale, wine, or any other non-magical alcoholic beverage poured into it without becoming inebriated. The tankard has no effect on magical liquids or harmful substances such as poison. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so this is a good thing to have if you felt like cheating at a drinking game. Oh, I'll take it. Just kidding. Uh, I don't have to uh, cheat. Well, it's essentially... No matter how much alcohol you drink from it, you don't get drunk. That kind of defeats the purpose of alcohol, though, doesn't it? Well, if you wanted to cheat at a drinking game, like Galva said. Uh, I suppose. Or, I mean, if you were the designated not-drunk person. And Galva kind of glances over at Finch. <laughs> <laughs> designated. Just kind of an impression that Galva gets. Yeah. Designated I mean, sober. Finch will enjoy a good drink. Like, they would be very happy to have a drink right about now, but um, they yeah. want to drink responsibly. Nerd. They joined the wrong crew. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so you said AO found that. Yeah, AO found the tankard of sobriety. So let me look at your numbers again. I think we'll just be putting that in the bag for now if you want to add that to the party funds. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in the wallet. So Galva, I think you managed to find a couple of files. Mm -hmm. You see some faded name badges. And they belong to a file of missing people. Mm. Over the course of a few weeks, it looks like people were going missing on Osiris Station. That's not great. And all these cases are still open. Mm -hmm. And Elias, with hey. age 21, you pull out from one of the bombshells an old box, old dusty box, that okay. uh, has a lot of files that are still surprisingly intact. And they all have to deal with requesting more security for the research lab at the hospital. Okay. It looks like people were leaving the job. Mm -hmm. Like there was a lot of security turnover. Right. And according to some of these notes, they're requesting like people that aren't so squeamish that won't just jump at shadows that will stay for the long haul. They're making security requisitions. We need real manly man-man men. Yeah. And manly man-man women. Do they mention any of the security people that, like, were turned over? Like, the names of them? Yeah. I mean, the, the names aren't super important, but I will say that one of them is formerly the lieutenant to the chief of security. Okay. Are there any names that appear in both files? Of people who left? Yeah. And missing people? No. Okay. Uh. So they weren't just turning security guards into pieces of undead. Oh, Lord. No. The people who have gone missing were notably from... These are our... Um, how do I say this? I'm, I'm completely blank. My brain isn't working. Were they just residents? They're residents. Thank you. Mm -hmm. People are noting that people are, are disappearing. And I mean, they're on Osiris Station. They're not flying down to Geb or anything like that. You know, it's not like they have a lot of places to go. Mm-hmm. So it looks like there was definitely some mounting pressure to, for, to explain what the hell happened to these people. Interesting. So for clarification on these notes that Zelias found, you said that there are names of people who left the security position at the hospital. Did I understand that correctly? Yeah, there's a, a list of people that there was some high turnover security personnel that left. Okay. And then some requests that more uh, 
iron-willed people be brought on to work at the research center uh, at the hospital. Okay. And you mentioned that the name of the uh, lieutenant to the chief of security is in Yeah, this... was recently transferred that one there, yes. Oh, okay. All right. That was a clarification I needed. Great. So it's like, he, you know, he's still technically security, but his post is there. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And this is the same lieutenant who had an appointment at the hospital? Yes. Okay. Likely in regards to this very thing. Okay. All right. That makes sense. The one who's one of the key cards that you need. Yes. Ah. To access the control tower. That fucker. That fucker. All right. So yeah. So you found some information. You found a angry looking sobriety stein anchored. Mm-hmm. Designated driver cup. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Good times. Well, all right. Should we go check out that office? Uh, I don't really want to, but we probably should do a, a nice thorough job so long as we're here, hey? Probably going to be something important in there. Yeah, probably or not. <laughs> Is Arrow just sitting in the chair? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she just takes a seat in the chair just to sort of look at the desk, see if there's any uh, drawers or anything like that. So, as you now that you have a little bit better view that that is not you know filled with boat axe, <laughs> this is very clearly the chief of security's office. There's a number of photos on the wall depicting the chief with various important people of Osiris Station. There's a very ornate glass desk that he sits behind, which does have some drawers on the side there, AO. Mm-hmm. There is a small sort of meeting table where, you know, other people can sit and have little personal little powwows. You know, usual, like the bric-a-brac that you would find at a police station in the chief's office. Yeah. And to the south, beyond that table, there is a door. Oh, no. Right, Another right door. Yeah. Well, do we want to search this room before Galva checks that out? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to search the desk. Okay. Roll me investigation. Well, I attempted to search the desk. Oh. <laughs> I, will, I will come north and assist. What did you roll? I got a whole ten. Oh, booger. Galva's going to do a investigation of the room as you pass oh, it by. Wow. It was a little too preoccupied with the chair itself. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, how nice is the chair itself? I mean, it is old and it decayed, but it still spins. <laughs> it was like very slowly spinning in the chair. It was not at one point a very <laughs> nice chair. And actually, if you're going to slowly spin the chair, uh, you get halfway to spin and it falls apart underneath you. Oh, no. Aww. Oh, So I said Galva was going to do like a broad search of the room as she headed to the door. Mm-hmm. Um, she rolled a nat 20 on that. Oh, lovely. Okay. Yeah, so Ao, you get halfway through a spin and the chair falls apart underneath you. <laughs> Pinch, I think, again, you're just kind of concerned about all the noise everyone's making. Yeah. Pinch rolled a seven. Rolled a seven. I got a 19 for the desk. All right, Zelias, you go through the desk. There's three drawers on the uh, right-hand side of the desk. Okay. The top drawer... You pull open and you find 220 credits. (laughs) Money, woo! Along with some notepads and, you know, just random random stuff you'd find in the desk. I take all this motherfucker's pens. I don't care. Are there any nice pens? I take them all. We're going to go through all the pens. You know what? There is one pen that remarkably still writes. Does it have the guy's, like, name on it? It's like a fancy... Is it nice, though? Is it a fancy, yeah. nice custom pen? Is it, like, yes, one of those, it? like, $100 rollerball pens that you have, it's, like, yes. ink refills for? Okay. My dad's fucking pen. It's, like, a silver pen. It writes in zero-G. 
Oh my god. Uh, so it's a fancy uh, Mont Blanc. Finch gets that. Oh, if somebody finds it and just gives it to Finch, that's wonderful. I was going to yeah, roll perception. Oh. No, you can just have it. Thank you. What am I going to do with a pen, right? Here you go, nerd. That's <laughs> a nerd. what you do with... Oh, well, um, thank you. Don't worry, I didn't use an accent, so it was out of character. Oh, okay. Yeah, I found the pen. You've already called them creepy. I don't think nerd is much better. <laughs> well, worse. They weren't so fucking creepy. Wow. So the middle drawer has, um, you find a blue flask. Okay. Uh, I guess I roll a dice on it. Yeah. Would I just, is it really just boring looking? Would I just assume, oh, it's got like 300 year old booze in it? It's a metallic blue flask. I mean, you've never seen one before. They make metallic blue water bottles, dude. It does seem like there's, uh, there's something in there sloshing around. I'll roll Arcana on the piss bottle. I rolled a nine plus uh, four. Thirteen. Okay, I mean, I got a thirteen arcana. This is either magic or it's going to get you real drunk real fast. Uh, You know what? I, I just kind of open it and sniff. Roll me a d10. Oh, God. Oh, okay. No. I, I didn't even drink it. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a one. It smells like beer. Oh. Well, I don't like the smell of that. What's in it, Captain? It smells like beer. Oh. I can't even I'm, tell if it's like good beer or if it's like year old. Ooh. Bud Light or something. Wouldn't it be flat by now? I shake it. It is fizzy. It's fizzy. Oh, uh, it starts to foam out. Um, I cork it. I'm like, all right, well, something weird's happening. Spiders, I don't know. How what? did you get spiders from beer? Uh, there's spiders in the... <laughs> I'm in a really weird headspace right now. Well, I think we're all not in a very good headspace right now. I think I just don't want to experience spiders right now. I open it again. I'm like, no, that's something wrong. There's something weird. Roll me another uh, d10. It's gonna be weird, guys. Uh, two. Okay. Um, it's not beer. Oh, it's not beer. And in fact, the flask is now hot to the touch. All right. Ow. Ow. What? What happened? I cork it again. Like it, now, it's hot. I don't know. This is a weird <laughs> one. Can I have a look at that, Doc, Captain? Yeah, have a look, Doc, because I'm stupid today. And <laughs> it's, first it smelled like beer, and then it felt like hot. All right. And that doesn't even make sense. That No, it doesn't. Well, I managed to roll a 19 plus no, Arcana. Okay. Yeah. 25. You examine it, and you see on the base of the flask some, uh, some sigils that would denote this as an alchemy flask. Oh, sick. Oh, this is an <laughs> alchemy flask. Oh. I guess that explains why it smells like beer and feels like hot. No, it doesn't. Um, with a 25 arcana, can Finch just know what liquids they might possibly encounter? Yes. So this is, I'm altering because this is an alchemy jug, but this is a desk drawer, so I want it to be a flask. Okay. Uh, I love that. So the flask appears to be able to hold, and this is a gallon, which is going to say how much a flask would have. You can use an action and name one liquid from the table below to cause the flask to produce the chosen liquid. Afterward, you can uncork the flask as an action and pour that liquid out up to, however, the, the contents per minute. The maximum amount of liquid the flask can produce depends on the liquid you named. Hmm. So I'll give you the altered amounts, but the, uh, the choices are beer, boiling hot tea, oh. honey, mayonnaise, oil, vinegar, fresh water, salt water, and wine. So Scott... <laughs> you want another alchemy jug? <laughs> Hold on now. What? Galva, can I have that that cup you found? Uh, uh, all right. And 
Galva hands over the cup. Finch pops open the alchemy flask. They demand tea and they pour the contents into the flask. <laughs> Piping hot tea bubbles out and into the flask. Oh, crap. They drink the tea. Oh, God. Are you sure it's good? It tastes like it was just freshly brewed. Oh, oh thank goodness. Cool. If I can't have coffee, this is the second best thing. Huh. You know what? You're going to have advantage on int rolls now. Yeah. For, at least at least until your next long rest. Okay, cool. So maybe I can actually discover shit when I roll investigation. <laughs> oh, yeah. beautiful. You're awake now. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that's very good. So on, on any int rolls, you have an advantage until your next long rest. Amazing. That's beautiful. They nurse this. Well, they don't nurse the tea. They drink it pretty quickly. All right, so we have that so, now. That's fine. So I'm going to put the list of the table for yeah. the flask mm -hmm. in the chat. It's slightly different than the traditional yeah. jug. Yeah. Yeah. So just ignore the measurements because this is for a jug. It is not mm -hmm. a jug. It is not a jug. You're not getting four gallons of eat. Uh, I mean, I can't get two gallons of mayonnaise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, Scott, I've seen what you've done with two gallons of mayonnaise. <laughs> so, yeah, so that is the set. You find that in the second drawer. That's the second drawer. You said there were three okay. drawers or just the two? Uh, there were three. Okay. Well, I, I assume uh, Finch will hold on to that for now. Yes, because it, it contains tea. I'm sorry, Scott. <laughs> no, it's fine. I understand. <laughs> I, just, I just liked how the, now hold on. Tea. Now hold on. <laughs> it's okay. We can, we can share. I was really hoping for coffee, but, you know, if there's no coffee available, tea does make a good substitute. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And yes, there is a third drawer. I open it. It's locked. I kick it. <laughs> you hurt your foot. <laughs> I kick it again. <laughs> <laughs> you hurt your foot again. Okay, I I could call Galva to come over and pick the lock you, or do whatever, but I, instead, what I'm going to try to do is get pissed. Well, I don't try to do that, I just do it. And I take my old cutlass, right? And I'm going to try to wedge it in there so that I can pry it open. Oh my god. Listen, Zelias is not thinking with his whole brain today. He's having a very rough time here. All right, uh, I need you to roll me sleight of hand, but with a disadvantage because you're using a fucking cutlass. That's fine. I have a plus three. Okay. My first roll was a two. My second roll was a seven. So two plus three, five. <laughs> All right, you shove your cutlass in. And yeah. you try and jiggle it around and pry it, and then mm. you just hear a snap. Oh, okay. You broke your cutlass. Oh, crap. Captain... What happened? Nothing! <laughs> you heard the man, nothing happened. Not a damn thing! Galva, uh, uh, I think that right. door is locked. Would you like to try unlocking it? Before she does, did she get anything with her nat 20 I'm, I'm, for searching the room? I'm, I'm getting there. I'm okay. re re resolving other stuff. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, ignore the big piece of metal stuck in it. I don't know where that came from. All right. Yeah, Galva will come and... Um... That was to the drawer of the, the third drawer, right? Yes. Yeah. Now the good news is I just found a cool new cutlass that I've replaced that one with. So um, uh, we're good. Yeah, Galva will come and she will unlock this drawer, hopefully. With like and actual just, uh, tools. Just remove the fancy okay. cutlass from my inventory. It is gone forever. Well, now, hang on. I think that fancy cutlass was your spellcasting focus. Yeah. Oh. Gone now, isn't it? I mean, I think you can still use it as a spellcasting focus. You just can't yeah. use it as a cutlass. Yeah, it's just the sword part wasn't enchanted. I think it was some the hilt I had the like hilt. a gem okay, in yeah, it that so was enchanted. Okay, yeah, so don't throw it away. No, no, no. Okay. 
I'm not throwing it away. I'm just, it's gone now. You could always, if, if Galva ever gets access to a forge, you could take the, the spell focus handle and put it on the other cutlass. The... That sounds good. And I'll, like, my duct tape wand from that. <laughs> also. Right. And my, my new sword glows. So, a broken cutlass. You are a fucking travesty of a human being. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me this shit. I, yeah, I didn't expect you to try it. Oh my, you fucking tried to open a locked drawer with a thin cutlass. Yep. All right. Dalva, before you go over and tend to your idiot captain, mm-hmm. you kind of look across the, at the wall and something catches your eye. Okay. Hanging on the wall is a, uh, which wall? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, on, on the uh, wall opposite the door you came in. Okay. There's a number of plaques and awards, and one of them, it looks like, is a uh, a shield in the shape of a badge. It's like a small buckler shield in the, mm-hmm. in the shape of a, a police badge. And it says that this is for uh, outstanding service to the community of Osiris Station. But embedded in the center of the shield is a luminescent pearl. Ooh. All right. She's going to go see if she can pop that out with her tools. <laughs> okay, roll me mechanics. Okay. Or should I have... No, mechanics. Sleight of hand doesn't make sense here. I mean, I get advantage on sleight of hand. Yeah. Alright, yeah, roll, roll sleight of hand. Because, I mean, like, this isn't mechanical. This is literally just kind of... Yeah, try to pop the pearl out of the setting. Yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> it's a good thing I did, since the first one was a three. Um, That is a... Thirteen? Thirteen. I think because of its age, there's a little bit of rust. It's a little tough going. You do manage to pop it out. You do scrape the pearl a little bit, but it doesn't seem oh, no. to damage it that much. All right. But once it's out of the housing, it seems to glow with a magical light. Cool. I'm going to attempt an al- uh, arcana on that, on alchemy, God. <laughs> <laughs> an arcana? I roll alchemy. Yeah. That's a four. I have no idea. This is a it, real shiny rocket, guys. It oh. purdy. <laughs> One. Look. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A, a shiny, luminous pearl with okay. a scratch on it. Yeah. So I think she's going to come over with it in her hand, and she'll she'll be like, all right, I'll take a look. Um, I'll trade I, you the thing for the other thing. Yeah. Have you ever seen anything like this before, Captain? And she hands it off to him to take a look. Oh, let me roll a dice and find out. Roll me Arcana. I'll roll you Arcana. And Galva, roll me... Uh, I'm going to say this time it's mechanics because you're going to yeah. go for the lock. Yes. I got a 22 Arcana for the Pearl. <sighs> oh, you've definitely seen these. You've actually... Uh, there's a number of pirates in the uh, your whole fleet that uh, actually pals. have these that uh, they work them into like bandoliers or like jewelry and stuff like that. Okay. This is a Pearl of Power. Oh. While this pearl is on your person, you can use an action to speak a command word and regain one expended spell slot. No. Oh. If the expended slot was of fourth level or higher, the new slot is third level. Once you have used the pearl, it can't be used again until the next dawn. Interesting. Okay. Hey, Doc. Yes? You want more spell slots? I would love more spell slots. What is that? Here. Oh. Here's this thing, and I'll explain what... It does, because I don't want to repeat all that, because I don't remember half of it. Oh, fantastic. This will help a lot. I thought so. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. A lot of swashbuckling spellcasters work these into their bangles and jewelry. Some people wear them as hair ornaments and whatnot. And this guy kept his in his office. 
Yeah, this guy just kept his in a. Well, it was it was on a shield. Uh, shield badge, right? Okay. It was like a buckler shield. Oh, it was an actual shield. Okay. Yeah. Badge. Was it a badge or was it a shield? It was shaped like a badge. That's where I got badge. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, cops get it because yeah, yeah, that works. <laughs> so by the way, hey, uh-huh. on this lock, I rolled a one. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, fucking one! Did you I cut yourself on the sword I wedged in there? No, no. Here, here's what happens, Galva. I think you just look at it, you grip the handle and rip the drawer out. Oh fuck! All right, that's effective. The edge of the cutlass clatters to the floor, and you now have a drawer in ah. your hands. I, I don't think that's going back in. Um, he, that's here. All right. She puts it on the desk for us to go okay. through the contents. Let's just go in there and play with the shit in your desk. Galva, you look embarrassed. <laughs> oh, Galva. Th- it's okay. She didn't break her sword like a fucking idiot, so don't feel bad. <laughs> She's gonna go in the corner. <laughs> you break my captain's sword, I break you. <laughs> <laughs> I think the captain broke his fucking sword. Yes, but... Yeah, no, she would. Um, Yeah, for, for sure. She's gonna go stand in the corner in shame. You guys go look at what's in the drawer. Okay. So inside, is, it's one of those deep bottom drawers. There is a... Very old bottle of whiskey that's only a third full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there is also what looks to be a key card. <gasps> Yoink. And a pretty thick folder. Well, I leave that there. Well, Finch looks <laughs> at the folder. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> Do you take the booze and the key card? I take the booze and the key card. Finch gets the folder. Okay. All right. Zelias, you're not going to drink that, are you? No, but I am going to sniff it. But, you know, Finch first. All right, while, while I resolve that, I just give me a constitution save while you're doing that. From sniffing uh, it? Yes. Okay. Do you know how long that's been in there? Yeah, <laughs> a, a minute. Hundreds of years, buddy. So, saving throw, right? Yes. Uh, oh, I have a plus five? Okay. Uh, I got a 13. All right, you stagger, but you don't get your ass knocked out. It smells like paint thinner. Oh, I cork it. <laughs> I'm like, mm-mm-mm-mm. I put it back in the drawer on the table. So, Finch, you peruse this folder, and from what you can glean, since a lot of it is faded with time, it's involving something that it looks like the research center is performing tests on that they wanted to make the security officials aware of. Okay. Basically, they're saying that there's going to be uh, some power disruptions throughout the station Mm. because they they need an inordinate amount of power to run what they're trying to do. And a lot of this stuff needs to be cleared by the chief of security, so there's a lot of copies of forms where the chief was signing off on things. And one thing stands out. The name of the project that they appear to be working on is something called Project Deus Ex Machina. Oh my god, Aunt, really? What? What? What do you mean, what? Okay. You don't even know what what I'm doing with that. Why would they name it Deus Ex Machina? Literally anything could happen. (laughs) <laughs> I don't okay. know why would they name it that maybe there's a reason I literally chose that I would like to say <sighs> I think Finch reads this they kind of gently set the papers down on the desk and they look up and they stare into the middle distance for a good several <laughs> moments before they sigh heavily and go back to reading the papers you alright? what happened? you okay? Uh, it's something stupid that I'm sure is going to be all problem in a little bit. Uh, well, it's all problem now, but well, now yeah. it has a name. What is it? Project Deus Ex Machina. 
I get prepared to cast Firebolt. I'm like, mm, I'm going to burn that. I'm mad no, at no, it. No, no, no. Um, let me finish reading it first. Please. Uh, all right. All right. Finch continues to read it. So just going through it, it looks like a lot of this stuff happened in the uh, the month prior to the destruction of Geb. Okay. According to these dates. That they're booting something up for Project Deus Ex Machina. You know, we need to sign off on this. Uh, also letting them know that they're probably going to be fielding complaints from residents on Osiris Station. Tell them, you know, there's a prepared statement telling them, hey, not to worry. There's, you know, they're basically saying that there was um, just electrical issues throughout the station. It has nothing to do with the research facility. You know, basically trying to support the story that, mm. you know, I'm sure people are, are going to be like, oh, there's something something crazy going on with those Ogma fellows. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right. that's, I mean, it's, it's just a compilation of reports detailing that stuff. Yeah, okay. Well, I think I know what happened to the planet, and it probably has something to do with what they were doing at the research center. You know, somehow that's not all that surprising. No, it's not. I wonder if any of this was council approved. That's probably. Hmm. Yes, I, I wouldn't be surprised. It probably was. That'd be the least surprising part of all of this. Are you kidding? You're right. You're right. I'm always right. <sighs> I'm not. Sure. I take that back. No, you're right. I... <laughs> hey, let's go somewhere else and do something else. All right. Well, um, I suppose we've looked through everything in here that there is to see. There's that door at the end of the office. I suppose we should look at next. I'll wait here. Calva's going to go <laughs> unlock it and reclaim her pride. Okay. <laughs> Rolling mechanics. Zelias um, waits on the other side of the office. Finch will join her. <laughs> Zelias like, I'm going to stay as far away from doors. Yeah, I don't trust doors anymore. <laughs> Could Finch cast guidance just to be sure? Yes, they <laughs> cast guidance on Galva. Oh, she needed that. With guidance, it's 12. <laughs> okay, this one, um, this one's a little harder because it's a sliding door. Mm-hmm. So I think what you do is you find a seam on the side, you follow it up to a panel where you can expose some of the wires to disengage the locking mechanism. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a couple of minutes, but after a while you hear that as it slides open. Okay. And inside you will find an old console and what appears to be a number of fuse boxes and two large generators. Right. Let's touch everything. Ayo, would you like to come look at this computer? Let's touch buttons. <laughs> Galva takes a step back. <laughs> Is there still power going to this computer? Can I turn it on? The console, while dusty, looks like it is running, and it currently has a prompt on the screen indicating that the hospital and research center is under lockdown. Oh. <gasps> uh, this is a pseudo-end lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Control-Alt-Delete, find task, lockdown, and process. But does it work? Uh, if you're going to try and end the lockdown, it's going to request an access code. Hmm. Is there a sticky note anywhere on this? No. Are there any, like, drawers or cabinets in, in this desk? No, there are not. This is just a, a straight console. Oh, okay. Uh, looks like we need an access code. Anybody know what that is? Um, uh. we did find some numbers carved into the bottom of the desk downstairs. It would be wild if those worked, but why not try them? Oh, yeah. What were those? 2784. Oh, God. And they will try to punch that in. 2784? Yeah. 
uh, invalid. Okay. Well, alas. That would have been, like I said, wild if those had worked. Yeah. One, two, three, four. <laughs> invalid. Is it numbers only or is it letters too? It is alphanumeric. You can do letters and numbers. Password. Password. One, two, three. Yeah. Bell <laughs> was going to head back into the other room and check like the stuff on his desk again. See if he left a password somewhere. Okay. Actually, you know what? Finch will also do that. Now that they have had their hot tea, they might be able to find something. Give me some investigation numbers. Okay. okay. And... Yeah. Not bad. 17. 18. Okay. So I think you actually both come to the same conclusion, but at different points in the room. Galva, you revisit that shield that you found the pearl on. Okay. And on the shield engraved is a badge number. Mm -hmm. The badge number is OS273517. 517. And Finch, the folder that you had about that had uh, Project Deus Ex Machina on it, mm-hmm. you recall that there were some badges in there, like some ID cards. Okay. One of them has the same badge number on it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, Galva's going to come back and say to Ao, try OS273517. So that was OS273517. And when you type that in, you get a command prompt. You're in. I'm a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> you did a very good hack. I'm very proud of you. Uh, yeah. Uh, good job typing numbers. You did it. So I, I guess we can end the lockdown. On the hospital, right? Yes. Yeah, there's a couple of things that you can you can do. You can um, restore power to the police station, end the lockdown. Mm-hmm. And um, basically some other administrative stuff. So let's end the lockdown first. Okay. So we'll do that, and then we'll restore power to police station so we're not sitting here in, like, half-darkness. All right, so after you restore power to the police station, you don't hear anything from the hospital. It's a little too far away, but the uh, yeah. you hear that hum as the generators behind you start to power up. Mm-hmm. And then you just hear that buzzing as those old fluorescent lights kick on after hundreds of years. Some of them don't kick on at all just because of their age, but, you know, it's sporadic. It is more brightly lit than before. And as you do, you hear from downstairs a great big stir of things moving around. Mm. Huzzah! Like, all of you hear it. Oh, great. Is there a window? Nope, not up here. Oh, okay. Or not in here. I was about to say this entire second floor is lacking windows. I, I should say not in here. Okay. Did the chief's office have a window? Yes. Okay. Let's go take a peek out the window. Okay. Roll me perception. Okay. I don't see it on the map, Ant, so I didn't know where it was. That's okay. I rolled a big old one, so... Like... I'm going to assume it's behind the desk. Yeah. I didn't put windows on this map because I didn't want you to confuse them for doors. Fair. And start That's fair. jumping through them. Elias. So, <laughs> so my, dad, um, my total is five, but I rolled a fat one. Um, I don't think you look through the window. I think you go over to the wall by the window and just rest your head on it because you don't want to know what's out there. I'm terrified that I unleashed all the zombies. I rolled a nine. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ao, please have eyes. Okay. <laughs> Help us, Ao. There, 25. Oh, thank Whoa. God. Okay. 
even Finch, you guys go to the window and you just see it looks like shadows just shambling out of the station and running into the darkest spots that they can surrounding the space station or the security station rather. Ayo, mm-hmm. you definitely see what looks like more soul shakers just skittering away. Yeah. Uh, you see some gedge, those big bugs. Mm-hmm. You see some boneless kind of flopping into shrubs and whatnot. <laughs> they are not fans of the light. That's good. Uh, okay. Well, we didn't notice this, right? Only AO did. Yeah. Yeah. Only AO did. Okay. Uh, I don't think they like the light. Look, they're all running over there. Oh, they're creepy. Is there any way we could create a lot of light? Uh, I've got fire. Uh, but I, I, I think it would need to be continual. But. I don't have- well, I've got this cool sword that sort of glows, that's not the best. Probably brighter than that. Probably. Eh, we need to, like, hook this up to a battery or something. I don't really have any spells that can cast light. I'm a cleric, not a druid. Are there flashlights? Let's just get all the flashlights we can find, right? And, like, we'll rig them up to where they're just lighting up the joint everywhere? No? What used to light up this space station? Or- do we know what usually lights up the interior of them? There was a holographic sky. Okay. We can't turn the sky back that, on. Since power went off, it's just, it gives way to all the inner workings of the space station, all the corrugated metal and pipes and wires and whatnot. The simulated sky is, it was what made it, you know, mm. like you were outside, but you really weren't. Neat. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say fixing that would be... Um, Slightly difficult. A little above our pay grade, probably. (laughs) Yeah, well, we've just restored power to the police station. That's just, like, one small chunk of the whole space station. It probably doesn't have, like, backup power for the rest of the facility. Not from in here, yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Well, they don't like light. That's a good place to start. And probably where we're going to end, because I've got no other ideas. I have fire, and I have a shiny sword, guys, and we can make torches, and I can... Give everybody a torch. We have flashlights. There were some bones somewhere, right? Listen. There were some bones. Flashlights we haven't been using because we're idiots, so. Gala can make sparks with her bracers. Very oh, cool. Right. Very, very shiny. I mean, I don't always say I use my flashlight to look. I just assume that I'm using my flashlight. Yeah. I'm the only one that doesn't really need need one, but. Yeah. Now that Zelaya's kind of sees or has heard from AO, like, oh, they're afraid of light. He'll definitely like, he's got to have a flashlight on him. Somewhere. I assume yeah. we all do. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even dark vision isn't infinite. No. So, uh, while we're here, is there any other administrative tasks that might be useful on this console? I'm so glad you went back. Oh, God. Uh-huh. As you come back to take a, a look at the administrative console, the text has disappeared and huh. has been replaced with hello, question mark. Huh. That's concerning. What's concerning? Finch looks over AO's shoulder. The computer's talking. Oh. The answer? That is concerning. I don't like that. Um. Do you answer that phone? It is. Does uh, it seem friendly? I mean, it's asking hello. It's literally just the word hello and a question mark. What's the font? What font is it using? Is it in Courier? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it is in Courier. Can I roll insight on the single word? Can I roll text? insight on the font? Is it, is it Comic Sans? <laughs> no, Ant just said it's Courier. It's the spookiest of fonts. That's the worst kind of font. It's Papyrus, though. No. I can't believe you. 
I mean, yeah, at this point, fuck it. I mean, if, and, yeah. Fuck it, go ahead. Might be able to get some answers. Exactly. Maybe it's someone trapped somewhere, somehow communicating with this one specific computer. So I, I think Ao gives this some thought before, like, starting to type. Uh-huh. Hey, yo, what up, it's your girl? <laughs> it responds with, I do not understand what you're saying. Somebody's granddad. Uh. Maybe ask who it is? I can't see how that would be a problem. So I think she'll answer. Uh... Nice to meet you. May I have your name? So slowly it types out a name. And the way it's doing it previously when it said, like, yeah, I don't understand what you're saying. Uh-huh. It was a, a pretty steady stream of the characters coming up. This is very slow. Mm-hmm. Um, roll me insight. Uh, 13 plus was an insight. Eight, so that's 21. Okay. It's almost as if they're struggling to either spell it or remember it, or that's what the pause is. Ah. And the letters are as follows. M-A-R-Z-A-P-H-I-R. Oh, we found our captain. Oh, that's the ghost. Or... Mm. Maybe. Well, now I'm going to say it's probably a ghost. That's the cannibal ghost. My, uh, cannibal ghost. All oh, right, good. The cannibal captain. He cannibalized his crew. Captain Cannibal. Captain Cannibal. Yes, that's that's a good alliteration. I don't really want to talk to this guy. But his crew can't get vengeance unless we figure out where he is. Well, uh, vengeance is a strong word. I'm, I'm hoping more for closure. Closure is what we're aiming for. I think we found him. I think he's the computer. I think we just take this back. Well, I think as they're doing that, A will answer. Aren't you the captain of the other ship we saw when we came in? It responds with, yes. Okay, but hear me out. What if I want vengeance for that crew? Well, that's very kind of you, Galva, but um, I feel like we've already had enough violence so far in this horrible adventure. If we could avoid more, I wouldn't complain. Galva looks briefly puzzled. So Ao will answer, uh... So are you trapped in the computer, or are you at a terminal somewhere else? Your crew's looking for you. It responds with, I am trapped. I do not know where I am. Is my crew okay? They're hanging in there. And then it says, Oh, good. I am glad. Does he realize they're all dead because he ate them? Maybe ask what he remembers? Do you know what happened here? So, slowly, he says, I recall the lockdown. I recall trying to survive. And then, I recall the talismans. I recall the voices. Ah, the bad voices. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know where the talismans are? We probably want to get rid of them. All he says is, Ship question mark? They weren't on your ship. I think there's a considerable pause before it asks, Did I do something bad? So it won't type anything, but look back. So do you want to answer honestly or like soften the blow? <sighs> if I were. All right. Speaking from a captain's point of view, I would want someone to tell me the truth if I ask something fucking crazy like that. Can't tell you if it'll be good or bad for him, but, you know, rip the band-aid off, you know? I think his 
crew deserves to have him know the truth. Yeah. Well, his crew requested that we return him to the ship. If we're able to do that, they can be the bearers of the news. So does anyone want to roll me insight? Yeah. Sure. sure. I definitely yeah. want to roll insight. I love insight. It's like my favorite roll. Uh, so that's a 22 insight. I got 18. I got 12. Also 22. Okay. Galva, I, th- I feel like you're the only one that's sort of like on the cruise side here about telling Mars of here. But Ao, Finch, and Elias, from the way that I say quote unquote he, because this is, you don't, there's no definitive proof that this is Mars of here. Right. Mm-hmm. But from the way that this is responding, the person that is responding to you, it seems oblivious to what happened, which given what happened as far as the voices and, it, and what Finch, what you know about Marzafir's descent into madness, mm-hmm. it stands to reason that Marzafir might not be completely aware of what took place with his crew, what he convinced them to do. Yeah. So telling him right now, it's a 50-50 shot. He could either take it really well or he could take it real poorly and you don't know how that's going to resolve. And also you don't really know if he's, if he's like, if it's actually him, if it's one that it's actually him, he responded that he was trapped. You don't know where. Did we ask him if he knows where? You did not. We can start with that. Well, we've got to answer his question. Yeah. He does want to know about his crew. He asks if he did something bad. Well, okay, who's, who was it that said that we should let the crew tell him? Because maybe maybe we can use that. Maybe we could say that's not our story isn't the right word, but that's not our information to give. You should come and see your crew. They can tell you. They can remind you, I suppose. Yeah, so I think Ao will answer. Uh... We'll save that report for your crew to give. So it responds, why? We could just tell we don't fucking know. Well, I mean, it's sort of their judgment call whether or not what he did was bad because at the end of the day they were his crew yeah that was still looks cranky or we can just say the crew wants to tell him the other thing that i could also say is it's not entirely clear if marzafir quote-unquote realizes that he's dead okay i mean uh we can't ask him that hey hey do you know you're dead by the way i dropped your body down a shaft yeah, well, we need to work our way back around to asking if he knows where he is. Yeah. So we need to answer his question, why, mm-hmm. and ask if he knows where he is. I mean, we could just say, the crew asked us to find him, right? So they can, I guess, catch him up on this shit? Yeah. Maybe we, they want to tell him? Yeah, mm-hmm. say, like, we don't have the whole story, so it's better if the crew tells him. Yeah. So Ale will answer, um... We don't have all the facts. Uh, your crew wanted us to come find you so that they could tell you themselves i wouldn't want to take that from them okay so it does respond with trapped can't get out ask him where yeah do you have any idea where it might be it... god you're gonna hate me for this mm-hmm. oh, no. it responds with ghost in the shell I prepare a fireball. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I mean, that's what I was assuming. So he's a robot in the computer system. He's Wi-Fi robot. He's Wi-Fi ghost. ghost. <laughs> Are you Wi-Fi ghost? Ask him that. We still want to help you get out. Can we download him like a car? You can't download a car. Anybody got a flash drive? I don't think there might be one in this room. So it responds with, don't know how, 
lost in the system. It's a junk folder. And I think actually, as you're thinking what to say next, it responds with, come to hospital. Ugh. I've never seen a more ominous phrase in my life. <sighs> then it says again, come to hospital, please. Well, it did say please. I guess we gotta fucking do it. Do you know what's there so we know what we're walking into? So it looks like what it starts to type, it starts off with the letter M. Mm -hmm. But then it turns into a key smash and then changes into knowledge and logic are dead. Oh, Candlejack got him. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then it repeats knowledge and logic are dead and it continues to repeat mm -hmm. knowledge and logic are dead. <sighs> well, I suppose that's all we're going to get out of that. And then the last thing that appears is um, a skull made out of text. Oh, that's cute. Look what he did. Oh, it's a little ASCII skull. I love those. I haven't seen those. Oh, that's no, a good it one. No, it, it is a big ASCII skull. Oh, it's and a it big looks, ASCII skull. It looks identical to the symbol of Miracle. Oh, oh no, it's not cute anymore. That's not cute at all. That's, uh... <laughs> I don't like that one. <laughs> I just like, oh, look, it made a skull. How cute. And then I told you the context. You're like, oh, no, that's it's not decidedly cute. different. I'm going to look at our cute skull real quick. So I, I know um, we realizes that she's probably not going to get a response from him at this point, but she will still uh, say, Hang tight, help is on the way. And then she'll leave the console. Because now it's creepy. I guess we've got to go to the hospital now. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, we needed to go there anyway to get the key card, the other key card. As you leave the console, one last line does appear in response to you, A.O. Uh-huh. And it says, all are welcome in my embrace. All right. That's not good. That's not no. good. That's that not good. Like I hate this. Shit. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> red flag. Red flag. <laughs> are they going to turn to leave at this point? I'm leaving already. I hate this room. It's spooky. Yeah, I guess we're going. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Eos starts to leave. Then he gets an idea. Goes back real quick. Types, fuck your books and leaves. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm going to say Finch is unaware that she did that. Good. <laughs> Don't tell the demons, fuck your books. Except absolutely do. I'm so proud. All right. My little Ao, growing up. Well, Galva's not going to be sprinting ahead of you guys, but I think it's safe to assume that we are done here. Are we done yeah. with this entire building? I think we've uncovered the entire map. And did we find all your secrets? Did we get all the achievements in this location? Uh, you got the secret achievement, Ouija.exe. Why? Like Ouija board? Yeah. Yeah, because you talk to Mars if you're on the console. Oh, okay. Yay. And we told it to go fuck its books. Well, AO did. You told it to fuck its books. All right. Yeah, no, you got all the achievements. You found all the loot. Good job. Perfect. Okay. All right. So, with that done, what do you guys do? I mean, I think it's hospital time. We have no uh, reason to stay in this building any longer. Fortunately, I think it's hospital time. Fuck yes, finally. Okay. Get me out of the Raccoon City Police Department, please. Now we're going to the underground research facility. Now we're going to the other horrible place. So as you descend through the police station once more, you'll notice that with the lights on, you'll notice that that sort of red ectoplasm webbing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it looks like it's spreading. Mm. Oh, wonderful. It is in corners and sneaking up walls where it was not previously. But it also, it's one of those things where it's like, was it like that? 
or is my mind just coming up with the worst case scenario and playing tricks on me? It's it's a little hard to tell. It was dark in here. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So this stuff has absolutely spread further into the police station than you realized. And as you walk out, once again, you follow that massive trail of blood that connects the security station to the hospital. And as you get close to the hospital, you'll see that those large metal shutters have since been lifted. And you can see through the glass doors of the hospital, and you also see that the emergency power to the hospital is also on, evidenced by those flashing yellow lights that illuminated the police station prior. Mm -hmm. So as you get up to the doors, you will find that there is a large open atrium area with broken checkerboard tiled floor. To the left, it looks like there's a large reception desk. To the right, there's some seats for a bit of a waiting area. Upon entering to your left, there are two doors. On the left side, looks like a door, according to the side, to sort of a general practitioner's office. Mm -hmm. The right-hand side, there's a door for staff for the reception for that office. And then if you look to the right, where you first come in, which is south on the map, there's a doorway leading to what appears to be consultation offices. Mm -hmm. In the back, there is a large screen that has long since been broken. And the blood trail leads through a door leading further back into the hospital. Super cool. That's the yuck room. So what's with the shape on the floor here? Oh, that is a worn cross. Oh, okay. Like the medical cross? Right. It looks like it was made out of the blood. It does. Yeah, no, it, yeah, I thought it was just, just kind of a splatter. Nope. It is a cross-shaped splatter. Yes. Oh, God, they put Jesus here. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Also, as you guys enter in, the air is both a combination of stagnant and sterile. It has that medicinal Ooh. quality that burns the nostrils. Eat it. But it's like dusty. Yes. Huh. It's clean and filthy at the same time. Yeah, it's a very weird dichotomy. Right, which way? Well, we can ignore all of the doors and follow the blood, or we can put off the inevitable and loot the reception area. Um... I both would like money and not to deal with one of those things again immediately. Are, are we going to the store, Captain? No, I'm just bouncing around. Um, <laughs> out of character. I'm impatient. <laughs> In character, yeah. Like, Ao's over here checking out the desk. I think Elias is also going to want to check out the reception desk. Just see, like, what the fuck's up. Okay. If there's anything there to perceive or investigate. That was just gonna, like, keep watch, because... This is a fresh area. It's probably chock full of ghosts. Look at these up every butthole. Roll me investigation. Yep, every single every single butthole that a boogity can be. Nope. I rolled a fourteen, and my investigation is plus. I got three. Okay, I got eighteen. Oh, little ayo, your little brain got a fifteen. She's busy spinning in this chair too. You know what? That's fair. She's getting so many chairs to spin in. It's a great day for Ao. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's looking for a good one to use in her room. Oh, we're just gonna fucking loot chairs. Hell yeah, dude! All right, Ao, this spinny chair manages to not break. Get a good spin out of it. Yeah, but it's also probably shitty and old and decaying. Oh, it is gross as hell. Oh, Galva's not rolling investigation. Um, you know what? I want to join it, even though it's it's. Okay. Oh shit! She rolled a nineteen. Nice. She does want to loot. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, 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 for sure. She wants all the loot. Okay. Actually, Galva, the loot isn't what draws your attention. Oh? You 
move over some of those butt stains. Okay. And there's a couple of spots where it's still slick. Ugh, slimy. Don't like that. And when you lift your foot, it does not have the consistency of blood. Oh. oh. It clings to you like mucus. Ew. Oh. It's on her boots! These nice new boots! Oh, oh that's right, she got cool boots! Uh, uh, she does not like this, but she looks horrified. Oh. oh. No, is there ectoplasm mixed in there? This is more emoting than she usually does. I, I, there, there might be. Uh, hang on, I gotta, I, I need to find some way to get this off. Oh, I got that flask that can dump out liquid. Well, it's hot tea for the foreseeable future. That's fine. It's boiling hot tea, right? Just dump I, it on there, clean it off. Not. Do, do either of you have that that spell that the cleaning spell? Nope. No, unfortunately. I have mending. You don't know prestidigitation? No. I got minor illusion, though. Oh. Well, I suppose uh, you could minor illusion them away. It'd uh, still be there, but it wouldn't look gross. I, I wiggle my fingers. Poof! Now it looks like it's gone, but it's still there and real nasty, isn't it? I, I still know it's there. Yeah, it's still there. Sorry, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna look around for something to clean this off her boots. Galva hates this. Sorry, I helped a little bit, but not quite. I'm sorry. I, I thank you for the effort. <laughs> All right, so for the other investigation, 15 and 18, mm -hmm. actually on the desk, you see what looks like a general access key card. Yeah, let's grab that bitch. Mm -hmm. That doubles as a, like a, a name badge. Okay. An ID badge. It looks like on the, uh, the front of the photo ID, it was the receptionist. You broke up. What? Yeah. It was the receptionist. So this will gain you access to something, just not the whole of the hospital. That makes sense. So. On the desk, you also find 60 credits. All right. Just on the desk? In one of the drawers. Oh, okay. Who found that? Um, Finch. Woo! This is the first money Finch has found the entire time we've been on the station. I mean, all the money belongs to everybody. You also find a citrine gemstone, and inside of the gem is a... It's like, like inside the gem itself mm -hmm. is the marking of a blank scroll. Oh. The Mark of Ogma. Okay, so this actually looks like Finch's holy symbol because they've got kind of a sort of semi-opaque stone on their bracelet, but yes. there's the symbol of Kelimvor is within. Oh, yes. So yeah, but this is, is the symbol of Ogma. Symbol of Ogma. Okay. Well, I think Finch will go ahead and hang on to this. This seems relevant. Yeah. Do it. Man, Galva's got to roll lower. <laughs> I guess. You just found some boogers. She keeps finding plot, and it's not plot she wants to find. Oh. <laughs> okay. So is that all we find in the reception area? Yes. Okay. Do we want to start by heading... There's two doors on this side of the map. There's two doors north? Is that correct? Yes. And then one door south? Yes. And one door east. And one door east, which is the blood way, right? Right. Correct. Blood's last. Do we want to start <laughs> south because there's just the one door? I mean, I think we'd start north since we're just here. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Whatever. Yeah. Which one are we doing? This one or? Probably the this one. Okay. Galva's going to see if it's locked. So this is the door Ant described as probably the GP office, the general practitioner's office. Okay. Yeah. Is it locked? It is not locked. All right. Galva's going to look inside as she opens it. Okay. You see, as I described, the waiting area for a general practitioner's. Hmm. It is somewhat illuminated with the uh, the flashing backup generator lights, 
but there are rows of seats and small tables for the waiting area, some old decayed magazines and reading materials and whatnot. And actually, I will say, so there's a door here that is, there's a door there. Uh-huh. And uh, you can kind of see through the um, plexiglass that separates reception from the waiting. Uh-huh. There is a reception area back here. Neat. Uh-huh. All right. Y'all can search the magazines. Gal is going to start seeing if this door's open, too. I have no interest in the magazines. I would like everybody to roll me stealth. I oh. don't want to do that. That means there's... So much to remind Galva to put up pass without trace. Well, let's see how we do on the stealth roll, and if we beef it, we'll remind her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got an 11. I got an 8. Alright, let's see if I can do worse than Galva. We got an unnatural 20. Ao doesn't touch the ground. I did slightly better than Galva. I got a 9. Alright. Fucking up already, guys. I love mm-hmm. this hospital. Well, I mean, this is good. It'll remind us to ask Galva to cast Pass Without Trace. Yes. Because we're not very good at this. Afraid <laughs> of this. Galva, the quote-unquote rogue who is has disadvantage on stealth rolls. Galva the clunker. Clunky. Oh, man. That's fine. He's rolling for what's gonna come and kill us. Ant's about to kill us with a zombie. Or a ghost. Or a zombie ghost. Huh. All right. Don't worry about it. I'm worried. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah. So you guys are in the waiting room. Yeah, we are. Yep. Again, no lights at all or just like emergency. No, we turn the lights on, right? Emergency. Or no, No, I'm thinking of the police station. Police station. Okay. You know, Gala's going to search as briefly as she goes through. Just to be thorough. Maybe there's something in the magazine. Okay. Nat 20. What the fuck? Fuck yeah. Oh no. I hope Galva doesn't find more ectoplasm. I hope. Oh god, she is, isn't she? Oh wow. Dewey magazines. Uh-oh. Advantage isn't helping much here. With a net 20, Galva, you find a magazine that managed to survive <gasps> that has 10 easy tips on how to satisfy your man. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a Cosmo or whatever. <sighs> Cosmopolitan. Uh, Cosmicpolitan. I'm and... gonna die. <laughs> you handed that one to me. I hate me. And Ao, with a zero, you pick up a magazine, it just crumbles <laughs> to dust. Oops. Screw it, maybe a collector will want it. She pockets the magazine. <laughs> That's an antique, dude. Yeah. What did Finch find? Oh, I gotta see what Finch rolled. With a seven. An old faded copy of Better Homes and Gardens. <laughs> it's actually Better Gnomes and Gardens. <laughs> Oh, no. Is that what Finch finds? Yeah. Okay. And I didn't roll because I don't give a shit. It's just a pin of magazine just with gnomes. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's exactly I mean, what it is. I love it. Why is there a pin up magazine in a hospital waiting area? Just exclusively with gnomes. Oh, no. They're not naked. Like, in gardens. It's tasteful. It's Sports yeah. Illustrated, it, right? Is it? Bikinis and... There are gnomes in gardens. God. Some of the gnomes are almost new, but they've got, like, the red pointy hat covering the naughty bits. <laughs> they've oh, got the no. red pointy hat dangling off of the naughty bits, like the oh, fucking, no. what is it, the red hot chili peppers in their socks? Oh, God. Oh, oh no. Why? Why? Why not? That's what this is. <sighs> Finch puts this back. The magazine didn't even belong to the hospital. Someone just brought it in. They yeah. were bored. Aunt, you said there's like glass here separating us between from the the computers and the chairs or whatever. Yeah, like the plexiglass that you would see like uh, plexiglass you know, like in, a, in a doctor's office. And I can see through that. Uh huh. 
And do I see anything? Roll me perception. Let me do some rolling of perception and, and not magazine rolls. That's a natural 20. Plus 4. 24. I gotta make a quick roll. Okay. I would just like to make a blanket statement because I'm not very good at like keeping up with moving my token. Finch is sticking uh -huh. pretty close to Zelias. Probably for the best. So if they lag behind or if they're in a weird spot, um, please just assume they should be near okay. Zelias. And you could, I mean, I kind of do it also uh, because you're taking notes. Okay. So, Elias, you kind of peek through here. Yeah. Through the glass. So this whole, this thing here is like the countertop where the receptionists sit with their computers. Yeah. Something hits the countertop from underneath Ugh. really loudly, like, bang! Oh, I probably, I jump back five feet <laughs> and probably bump into Finch. Oh, what happens? A uh, noise, uh, a, a noise happened. Oh, goody. And I want to peek again. Finch walks up and peeks too. Okay. I want to see what the fuck it was with my, my good 24 roll that I rolled. I'll roll a dice to peek. I rolled a 22 to peek. Oh, fuck. Uh, you look, you can't crane your head because of the plastic, so like you stand on your tiptoes to see over. So there's mm -hmm. a desk, what I'm picturing, there's like a long desk, right? Yeah. And then whatever happened is under that desk, but our vision is not... Yes, you can't see okay. it. But this, this chair here to yourself, this wheelie chair... Wheelie chair to myself. Something pushes it, it kind of rolls idly a little bit. Alright, there's something alive back there. Well, or dead, there's actually. something moving back there. There's yes. something dead back there moving back there. Hmm. Um, should I not open this door then? Um, well, I mean, what What would be more fun? Do we want to stay over here and not die or go back there and risk dying? I mean, kind of want to see what they left behind there. Of course you do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there's another door. We could uh, open it. From... Is there another door? The door from the main room? <gasps> You're right. Open it and ambush them. I mean, I guess the question is, which one's better tactically? Uh, that I couldn't tell you. I mean, we're already at this door. Maybe we should just go ahead and jimmy it open. Hmm. Actually, uh, question. Yeah. Yes. You said it's like plexiglass stuff, right? Are there like little holes? Yeah. I mean, that's one way we could find out. What's that? It pulls out the bag of tricks. Oh, God. Oh, God. I love this solution. Oh, my God. Do it. I don't care what you're doing, but I want you to do it immediately. It's great. I can fit the fuzzball through here. If I throw it in there, whatever it turns into, it might get attacked and we can see what it is. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Drop a fuzzy buffalo in there, whatever. <laughs> fuzzy buffalo. I don't know what comes out of that bag of tricks. So yeah, I, I think uh, hey, we'll... Uh... Toss a small woodland creature in there to be the sacrificial guinea pig. <laughs> okay, you gotta make a roll, I believe. Yep. Uh, it's oh D8, I believe. Uh, there it is. It would be cruel if it wasn't, like, just a piece of lint. Uh, six. So that is a giant badger. Holy fuck. Oh, shit. Whatever's in oh. there is fucked. Oh, boy. Plain <laughs> badger don't give a fuck. Regular badger right. don't give a fuck either. Regular badger's gonna... <laughs> so here's what happens. Jesus Christ. You push one of those little lid balls through the hole, and it lands on the desk, the long desk, mm -hmm. and it poofs into a badger, a <laughs> giant badger. God. The first thing it does is it turns around and, like, pushes itself against the glass, and it makes a snarling badger sound. Mm -hmm. And then it looks around, like, it smells the air, and looks around, and it 
goes to the edge of the desk and this gross decaying hand shoots up and it is much larger than you were probably expecting. And it just slams its hand down on the back of the badger and the (laughs) badger just lets out like a (laughs) and it grabs the badger like by the midsection and yanks it down. And then you just hear chaos. Like there's banging and things are getting hit and snarling and what sounds like biting. Hmm. So... Roll me nature real quick. Mm-hmm. Everybody? Everyone who witnessed this. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I rolled a 6. I rolled an 18, so that's a 17. I got a 15 total. Uh, okay. I got a 17 total. So you only saw the hand briefly. But you instantly noted that the skin on it was mottled and decayed and rotting. Well, there's at least one zombie back there. Oh, all right. That was a big hand, though. Big, big, uh, giant can zombie, maybe, you know? You never know. Let's, um, so, um, I vote no. (laughs) (laughs) I vote maybe we don't. There's no reason to go in there, right? It's just, it's just, you know, it's it's a waiting room, right? And that's, they just probably got, you know. Nothing back there worth getting. If we leave it alone, it might come after us later. Why? Don't unlock the door! Right, we don't really want it to sneak up on us. How's it gonna get out? The doors are locked, right? We'll just lock the doors. We'll just prop prop things in front of the doors, right? So they can't get out, right? Right? No? How's Elias doing there? Nah, he's antsy. He's, uh, no. He's not having it. He's not having it, Ant. So, um, are, are we still hearing, like, noises from beyond the plexiglass or has that uh yeah so the sound of snarling biting combat mm-hmm. goes on for maybe uh 20 or 30 more seconds the fact that that badger lasted that long is terrifying too though um i mean badgers are fucking terrifying i don't want to fight a badger at this point after about 20 or 30 seconds you just hear the sound of eating oh the badger fucking mm. he's eating the zombie oh god or the zombies eating the badger. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, you were hoping that it was the first. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'd rather fight a badger. No. Actually, wait. I take that back. Well, we wouldn't have to fight that badger. No, well, he's dead now, wouldn't he? What if we, um... <laughs> left. Left. <laughs> yeah? I don't think that's an option. Why? Well, whatever's in there is eating. We might have a few minutes. That's just like, uh, all right, maybe, maybe. Do we really want to go in there, though? I mean, like, what? I can't think of a single reason why we should go in that room. But I can think of one very big reason why we shouldn't. (laughs) Why doesn't anybody agree with me? Are you serious right now? Well, I honestly have no strong feelings one way or the other. What's wrong with you? Uh, So, actually, so what is Finch's views on zombies as a a cleric of Kalimbor? What do they have to do in this instance? They are... Uh, we kind of talked about this, I think, if it wasn't last session, it was the session before, but right. they are obviously, as a cleric of Kelenbor, sworn to destroy the undead where they find them, but also, as they sensed when they expanded their awareness, this whole station is crawling with zombies, like a termite right. mound. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, killing one zombie here or there in this particular situation really isn't going to have a huge effect, you know, the way it might in another location. Okay. So at this point, their goal is to find, you know, whatever created the zombies 
and deal with that. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to know. Mm-hmm. So when we're done with this space station, we'll just send it into the nearest star. That's yes. beautiful. Problem solved. Yeah, for sure. Um, are you, are you all right, Captain? Yes. I'm fine. <laughs> of course I'm fine. Listen, we all want to go, but unfortunately we can't right now. Mm-hmm. But this, 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 actually, retcon, did we go back to the ship and get some fucking food? No. I mean, we could retcon that. If- yeah, we could retcon that we did that. We could, yeah, because we did um, have to leave the police station, unless Ant doesn't let us. Well, no, so what, I, what I'll say is, as opposed to retconning going back because that place is infested with gashes. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. We could just say we brought rations with us. Yeah, I was going to say maybe we'll just, for these deep dives and stuff like that, because this won't be the last one. Sure. You guys bring rations. Okay. I brought ravioli. We're just going to hand wave that you brought rations. We weren't stupid from the start. Okay. But anyway. I brought a ton of SpaghettiOs. You brought ravioli. Loose ravioli. It's in your Lo- pockets. Loose ravioli and SpaghettiOs <laughs> in my pockets. Yes. Yeah. Does Elias no. just have fucking pocket spaghetti? <laughs> no, he doesn't. That's um, stupid. Is that is that an elephant thing? What? Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> pocket pasta. But, but no, you guys, I think you guys would have brought rations. Okay. Okay, fair. Going forward, we're just going to hand wave that nonsense. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, Zelias has been outvoted. Well, I mean, Rita fucking won, I guess. Cavill's more like we don't really have a choice here. Like, he's just whining because that one particular room has a zombie in it. Captain, it's. Listen, I'll go in first. You just stay behind and get ready to shoot things with fire. I'm perfectly fine. I don't know what you're implying. All right. Okay, fine. We'll go in the room with the, the zombie that ate a badger in it. Good good idea. Galvin would like to press X to doubt at the idea that he's fine. Yes, <laughs> yes that's fine. But, all right, okay, fine. This door over here or this door down here outside this way? I don't go in there. Um, I mean, if they're both go to the same fucking place, it doesn't matter which door we choose, right? Well, you might have a better shot inside if we go to the hallway. Okay, fine. We'll we'll go to the hallway. And Gavel like looks at the other two like do you guys have any counter suggestions? Finch shrugs. They're just like whatever. They'll go along with whatever. It's a door. Alright, well and AO already tried the badger, so <laughs> Yeah. AO that was All that right. was very clever, actually. I love that we we, we wasted a badger. <laughs> well, I mean maybe it knocked out some of its HP. Honestly, it wasn't a waste. That was a good use of badger. Yeah. Alright. Galva's going to open this door. I'm going to be just behind Galva. (laughs) Like over her, well, under her shoulder, I guess. At her hip. At her hip? I'm at Galva's hip. And I'm so fucking ready to shoot a fireball. You have no goddamn idea. He's so on edge right now. And it's great. Bad for him. Great for me, though. This is awesome. Because Ao can fly. I can just shoot a fireball directly under Ao. And not kill her. But he, like I've said, his big thing is zombies, right? Like his big nope. So I don't know if you want me to roll like a a wisdom save of some sort to see if he just freezes up when there's zombies or if I can just shoot him. Like it's up to you, honestly. But the way I've done his backstory, that's like his biggest, like big, big nope. Let's play it by ear. I love ears. Let's do that. Okay. Ooh, okay. All right. So you're going through the south? Okay. Yeah, I see you guys. All right. Um, so that door is locked. Oh, I guess we're not going that way, huh? But there is a uh, key card reader. No, I just picked that oh, up. We have a key card. Um, 
I very reluctantly swipe the key card. Okay, the door unlocks. You hear a click. <sighs> I sigh heavily and put it back in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Captain. Yeah. And Galva takes the first look inside. How bad is it? What are we dealing with? So you slowly creak the door open. And as you do, you see a large huddled mass underneath the desk. There is a trail of fresh blood Mm. pooling towards you. And you see this huddled mass take a lengthy bite out of what was once that badger. Oh, good. And let me make a quick roll. Oh, um, almost instinctively, its head snaps unnaturally towards you. Mm-hmm. And you see the undead white of its eyes as you are face to face with a large, burly, greater zombie. All right, close it. Close the door. Wearing what looks to be a hospital staff uniform, like uh, scrubs. Oh, cool. That have long since been tattered a- into strips that are just kind of falling off of its muscular body. Oh, he's a ripped zombie. Probably an EMT. You can close that door. We don't need that open anymore. You can just uh, shut that right now. It discards its half-eaten badger snack and literally throws itself with unnatural strength in your direction. I'm going to try and close the door. Yeah, yeah. Captain said so. She's going to try it. Captain said close the fucking door. Let's at least turn this into a tug of war instead of a grapple. Actually, what it does is it throws its hand out and the door closes on its hand, preventing it from locking. Okay, well. Oh, good. Just crunch harder. So, we're going to make some contesting athletics here. While you guys are contesting athletics, can Finch cast Sacred Flame on it? Just give it something else to think about? Sure. Okay. It needs to make a deck save while its hand is stuck and it's making contested athletics. <laughs> okay, so, so it's oh, going to be nice. a disadvantage, is, is what I'm hearing. Well, I mean, I'm just telling you what else you're going to be rolling. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, okay. So, what do we want to do first? Let's do strength first. Okay. Oh, yeah. That is 26. Oof, 25. Oh, Oh, this is a battle of titans. So you cast Sacred Flame on the hand and a little bit of the arm, which is really all that you can see, Finch. Mm -hmm. And I need a deck save. Yeah. And roll with disadvantage. That's a two. Ah, that fails. You're going to take some radiant damage. Okay. So because it's 20 to midnight, Uh here's how we're going to resolve this. And we're going to call it a night here. Oh. You said 20 radiant damage? No, it takes um, 12. 12. Okay, it is not weakened against radiant. The so 12 radiant damage. Add that to the badger damage that hopefully it took. Oh, Did it take any badger damage? A little bit. That's adorable. So the sacred flame connects with the hand and it travels up the arm. And you just see it kind of sear the rotted flesh. And Galva, you push harder and harder. And you hear this sort of sickening crack as the door fully closes, severing the zombie's flaming hand, which falls with a meaty thwack onto the tile floor. And from behind the door, you hear this unearthly wail, literally so loud that it rattles the walls of this hospital. Oh, good. Just this... Well, I suppose they know we're here now. And then, moments later, a chorus of similar sounding screams from all around. Oh, mm. love that. 
And I love that for us. That's great. The that last great. things that you hear before we call it a week is the sound of rotted flesh slapping against tile as a large group of zombies close in on your location. Yay, zombie hospital. Told you we should have left Earl alone. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Captain's always right, but no one wants to listen. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Those of you listening, I hope you had some fun. And we will see you next time. Don't forget to follow us on at SlayRights on on the Twitter. On the Twitter. Fuck that up. Good job. Don't forget to leave us some reviews. Rate us. It really helps. We really want to know how we're doing better. Uh, what we can improve on and uh, listen good ratings help us get more visibility we want to do better for you guys and thank you again we'll see you next time everybody